Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Cantina Emekis podcast. Uh, glad to have you with us this evening, this Thursday evening, Thursday, the 22nd of February, 2018. A very warm and cordial hello to you from very cold and rainy Lakeway, Texas. My name is John Dragoo. Glad to have you with us here in the Cantina Emekis podcast. We have a lot to get to tonight, and uh, we'll be... Uh, joined by our, our fellow Cantina shortly. I'm flying solo right now, and I wanted to make sure we start at 9.30 because you know, we want to start at 9.30. We don't want to be those guys that or we have been those guys rather than uh, say we're going to start at a time and then still start until like 45 minutes later. And it's a real good way to to build an audience. But uh, glad to have you guys with us here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. We have a lot to get to tonight. Uh, among our topics, uh, we'll be talking to little Conca champions because at the uh, round of 16 that start off this week, Ooh, America put a. I mean, I don't think that uh, that Saprisa could be a more of a of a redheaded stepchild of the way they got beaten over the over the past few days down in San Jose by Cuba America. And then uh, we'll talk about the other Concacaf teams in that tournament. We'll get into some uh, Copa Mekis, Liga Mekis, uh, the announcement that, that was made by uh, the next week today as far as their English language vehicle, and of course the usual Desmadres. So uh, glad to have you guys aboard. And please uh, join us on the chat on the YouTube page. And, of course, you can listen to this and all previous editions of the Cantina Mickey's podcast and the podcast center at iTunes as well as on Google Play. But uh, it's uh, it, 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 it's good to see, though, that, uh, as, as we had mentioned, with the Conca champions starting off this week and the way that uh, uh, a certain team in uh, in Mexico City has been playing, that uh, the first person that joins us here on our podcast is a man who needs no introduction, but we'll give him anyway. It's uh You know, Ron, I feel like that's almost insulting with the way that America's been playing. I have to give you the give you the real one. America, America, America. So Thank Ron. You. Thank Ron you, DeLuna Ron. joins us from Philadelphia. They I, Ron, they they I wow. They, I'm not uh, convinced, John. I'm still not. Convinced. I, I know you're not convinced. I know you're not convinced. I'm sure that you're that you're, you know, saying that it's it's the other teams and stuff. But you know, they haven't lost in the league. Uh, they beat what is traditionally, you know, what I guess what one would call Saprisa. I don't want to upset the. Uh, now are they the Dragones Morados? What's 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 their official? El, el, el monstro morado. El monstro, el monstro, el monstro morado. Okay, no, el, I don't want to upset any any Monster Morales fans, but I mean they would be considered the the Club America of of Costa Rica, would they not be? Yeah, that's that's what they would be considered. Saprisa. Well, and well, they got beat five to one at home at the at the old. And I got to tell you, I miss that stadium. That is a cool little stadium, the the uh, Saprisa Stadium in, in San Jose. The national team does not play there anymore. They're playing at the uh, yeah, Olímpico. China, China, yeah, China uh, built them one. They did. The China has uh, the, uh, built a lot of uh, stadiums in Africa as well, yeah. and uh, that, that's where the national team plays. And actually, that is right now where uh, Red Bull New York and Olympia are playing in the Cuenca Champions uh, because uh, they're not they couldn't uh, logistically get it. Well, what the reasons were for not playing in Honduras, I think it was a, a political unrest or what have you. But regardless, they're playing. And there isn't a soul in the stadium, Ron. I think the only people that are there are the electricians to make sure the lights stay on. And I think that this goes. This, <laughs> Pretty bad, isn't it? This, you know, unfortunately for the rest of Concacaf is is Exhibit A as to why the Gold Cup is played in the U.S. every two years. 
because if it ain't, if it ain't your team, no one's going. Although to be fair, I mean I don't know all the but I mean I mean I mean there's not a soul in Simeon. It could be that they're that they're just playing at Puerto Sarada too, so I'd so I'll have to do some investigating. But you're still not convinced, Ron. You are still not convinced. No, still not convinced. I still think that there's there's in the transition between going from, from recuperating going going into the attack, not 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 when they're countering. When they're countering, you know, Pioco's been has been very, very effective as a counterattacker. You know? Mm-hmm. Which, which, you know, th- that's why I don't believe that the whole La Bortista thing anymore because he's changed his style, you know, from... Well, has, has, he, has he changed his style or is he just adapting? I, I think he's just matured. He maybe he's just, maybe he has, maybe he's matured, you know? Right. Where he, he, he plays the percentages, he plays the, the, the situation. But, but given, given the fact that, okay, yes, when, when they're playing on the counter and stuff like that, they're catching the, 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 the rival... You know, backpedaling and stuff like that—that's normal. That happens. It's 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 what's what still has me a little perplexed is that when it's on their own trying to create, you know, and that's and that right. scares me, John, because you know, in, in in the in the playoffs, they may they may, you know, they may you know go, go down in a marker because of a you know a bullshit you know penalty or. Or, or whatever, no goal. That never, and, never happens to America. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> so. But that is my concern: is they're having to learn and or having to 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 create on their own when the team, when the opposing team, not necessarily bunkers, but is not opening that much. Right. Know? Well, maybe, maybe that's the reason why uh, Piojo has been uh, playing the style of because because he knows that he doesn't have guys that can. As you say, you know, create their own chances individually in the in the middle third or the attacking third. So maybe that's why he's been bypassing the middle third altogether. Just go from, uh, you know, from the defending their area, you know, and just extremely vertical up to the the, the right. top of the pitch. And 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 to his credit, and uh, and, and like you said, you know, a coach has matured. I mean, he's got some really fast wingers. So I mean, it, it makes it makes yeah, all yeah. the sense in the world. <laughs> no, that's true. But that's but true. but like, but you're right though. He does not have that caudillo in the. In, in, in the midfield, you know that 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 Sambuesa type, you know, a guy who can uh, keep possession. You know, for all the crap that that you know that that I gave, that I, that I you know gave him uh, El Miki Arroyo, at least the guy right. could try to create. Sometimes I mean he would screw it up royally, but at least he would try. And and also when you had Sambu, Sambu, I mean obviously was, he's a poor man's version of Cuauhtémoc, where he would you know you know stop the ball, look. You know, try to see what was going on and stuff like right. that. I don't really, I don't really see that. I don't see that type of player. Um, and I, so that's why I'm still not 100% convinced that you know that that it's an automatic you know uh, title. Um, oh, well, no, I mean, I don't know, I don't know who's putting words in your mouth because I don't think anybody around here ever said an automatic title. No, 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 no. But I, just, but, I mean, I'm certainly contenders. Not... Yeah. Well, yeah. put it this way, Ron, if, if you're still not, I mean, as well as they're playing, I and mean, I think they are playing well. And and you're not convinced that they're that they're that that, that they then then obviously they're you know if their ceiling is still that much higher than they are certainly you know somebody to uh, keep an eye on not just in in, in the local tournament but also in in, in the obviously in the Gonga Champions I mean you just don't go to I mean you know Chivas goes to a you know they they played on what I, I can't even tell what sport that field is normally used for. It was because they had they had they had squares painted. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what it was. And I'm being, I'm not being disrespectful. The place was packed. The atmosphere in the Dominican Republic was outstanding 
for uh, for, for for Chivas's match uh, for them. It was it was a really good crowd. It was very energetic. They were, uh, you know, obviously rooting for their team. It was it was it was good. It was it was a good experience. But you know, Chivas goes in there and wins two zero. I mean, that's a team that that's the first time they'd even gotten that far in the tournament. And you know, Saprissa's won the thing. It's just. Uh, it was uh, it, it was a shock. I'm sorry. Who did Saprisa beat to win again? I forget. Who did Saprisa beat? Yeah. They didn't beat anybody. Club America. No, no, like beat no, them. No, like when they won the last time. They won the last time. They won. Oh, you mean when they beat Pumas? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Low blow, dude. <laughs> that was the second time you did that too. No, no, that was uh, that was Joel who did that uh, last week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, that was uh, that was Pumas uh, at the at 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 the death of 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 the Ugo uh, regime. Yeah. yeah, and and Costa Rica is at a, an all time high, and they have since dropped. But well, their club Albert Chiki Scampa joins us from Kyle. It's raining over there, and Kyle Albert. Yeah, a little, a little bit of moisture coming down. And it's uh, I kind of like it. It's because uh, I know it's coming in like in like a month. So it's it's just nice to have that reminder that this is still winter for us because it's a. Uh... Oh, Ronnie has a constant reminder of winter. I mean, I, I've lived in Philadelphia where it's like if it gets up to sixty degrees, everyone's in shorts. You know, not even shorts, like like shorts and not even shirts, just you know walking around. Uh, but you know, when they say it'll, it'll be a balmy forty-five, like man, forty-five around here is like you know you know frigid. You know, get the level nine parka out of the out of the out of the closet. So uh, it's 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 the last of that for us, I think, and then uh, it'll it'll be ninety five before you know it here in Round Austin. Yeah, but that was a low blow. But that's okay, you know. Th- th- that's what we do here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. We, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all part of the part of the this madre. But uh, you know, the, the, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because that was at the time. I mean, when 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 Pumas was in uh, in in such a bad spiral that uh, it, by two years later they were they were they were in a terrible terrible. Uh, I mean that they were in the in, in the battle for for the drop, them and Santos. But in the middle of that, of of all things, they made it to the Sud America final and, and and almost uh, beat. But was it Boca Juniors that they played, and and, and lost uh, to them in penalties. Yeah, yeah. Those were some great years for just for just in general in, in terms of you know teams Mexican teams internationally. Because I mean, they, they, it was what three consecutive seat, three consecutive uh, tournaments where you know Mexican teams reached the final of, of uh, South Americana. Right. Good times. Those are good times. Good games. Yeah, because the third one was was it was it Arsenal de Sarandí? Don't remind me. And and who was it? Who was it that they, that they played? Chiquis, do you remember? No, I don't. No, it was uh, Ron. Do you remember who that was? Yeah, who they who they played to beat in the final? I think they scored two goals in the last ten minutes, didn't they? Well, the ref, the ref, yeah. I remember was, they interviewed uh, Bur- Russo like not even he hadn't even left the coach's box yet after yeah, they blew the final whistle. Too, yeah. And I mean, I thought that he was. I mean, you could just see the earwax just pouring out of his ears because he was so hot. Just so, just you know, just his, he was so hot headed with all, everything that had happened. You know, I'm surprised that he didn't yeah, start but, but, growling like a demon. But, <laughs> you know, Blaylowski was trying to, you know, get America settled and stuff like that, but he was never able to get the team really, you know, on all four cylinders or on all six cylinders. You know, right? I mean, and and they, and they were at that point because you know, he was like the third or fourth or fifth or whatever the number coach was that had been hired. So I mean, you know, they they were in I mean, and and they 
ultimately, and I remember if it was not soon after that, but 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 they like started one season like in fifteenth place in the porcentaje, but then in a matter of, of a month, it was it wasn't a problem for them. But yeah, but but they 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 got stuck in that mess too, albeit yeah. extremely briefly. I think I think that was until uh, until Pelaya showed up. No, no, you still had your favorite guy, Michel Bowers. Well, I mean, I know that he was the cause of that, but I think that I think that when when Pelaya came, like that, all that obviously oh, went yeah. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All that so, happened. so why is it then, Ron, that that that, that America, not all America fans, but some, but some Americanistas dislike Pelaya so much? I mean, he. I mean, I, I, he comes he comes off uh, abrasive and sometimes arrogant. But if, if you if you followed Pelai's career as a player, even from his Necaxa days and America days, and obviously as a national team player, he's he's the same. I mean, it's the same same attitude, same you know demeanor and everything like that. It's just you know he just comes across as an arrogant you know you know you know Aspe. But isn't that what you want? What's that? Isn't that what you want, though? Well, he, he comes off. I don't, I don't. I don't mind that. I don't. You know. I. I don't mind. You know. I mean, in, 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 in a position where you have to take. You know, you you have to make hard decisions. I mean, you want a guy like that. I mean, you want to make a guy that that's going to just you know do it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and he, I think probably for him, comes, he comes off as a guy who who uh, can't admit when he's wrong. Sort of the same way um, uh, JLH Higuera is, and that's sort of not ideal. But what you're saying is ideal. I mean, he wants to be confident in his decisions and everything. So, but... so he's a bit of a narcissist, then. Belas. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's a narcissist. It's just. It. it, it I don't think it he's helped. Got an in place. I don't think it, it helped that. Uh, that you had just about every you know icon in America. Basically trashing him, from Cuauhtémoc to Carlos Santos, Reynoso, and stuff like that. And it's like, at at what at, there comes a time where those ex players they just need to shut up. I mean, I know I know that they've obviously they've they've earned their you know their their stripes and everything, but right, it's like well, why are you why are you going to try to damage and you know the, the club, you know at least keep it you know between keep it in the house keep that laundry in the house you don't. Don't 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 spread it out. And that that, that kind of did that did upset me when when Reynoso and, and Carlos. You know, uh, Carlos well, he did and, when he was coaching Querétaro. Uh, not 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 soon after that, did lose five zero. Yeah. To uh. And also they gave they gave him crap for the. I mean, I guarantee that the centenario was the least of his his uh. You know uh, the the parties the festivities was the least of his concerns. And I mean, obviously that that you know they. Thank you. I knew that you're <laughs> you're going to play that. But I mean, but, but as far as I mean, it's not like Belais is a kind of guy. Hey, look at all this great stuff I've done. You know, I mean, he's he's you know as far as quote unquote taking credit. I mean, you know, you don't you don't see him you know puffing out his chest. Hey, look at all this great stuff. He just he's, it's just not the kind of guy he is. I mean, is he arrogant? Sure. Can he admit? Or not admit to making a mistake. Okay, he's, but yeah, he he has. In fact, you know, in fact, he's even done it on on, on Fubo Picante. But he says, "Look, it's a mistake. I got to move on. I can't dwell on it." And he, you know, he said that you know when when uh, Blanco was there, and that's when he had the the panel right cushion as to why you know 
they didn't, you know, Mike Walton won't play the full 90 and, and, and all of that stuff. But it was just, you know, it was a lot of BS. It was a lot of BS. I, I, I think, you know, when, when, when they try to criticize Belize, look at my, look, you know, he, he, he doesn't have to say anything. The, the records, you know, his, his, the titles, the records, everything speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, it's like, come at me, bro. What, what, what do you have to, to criticize me? I mean, it's, you know, he, he brought them from you know, just a, just an, an, an abysmal record to, you know, I, I don't think they've missed the Nigi yet yeah, since he came on and even after he after, left. Uh, actually, the, the season they kicked him out, that's that's the season uh, they missed. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, that, was, that, was, uh, that was the La Volpe special. Yeah. <laughs> who can who can forget that? So anyway, so America uh, wins their uh, their game five one in Saprissa yep. in, in Costa Rica, and uh, uh, the their their Yave is, is is the winner of Tauro and FC Dallas, and Tauro won that game one zero down in Panama, and then FC Dallas gets them uh, next week up in uh, up in Frisco. Oh, who's going? Are you guys going? I am trying. I'm. I'm I, I have put in my request, so hopefully I will. Cool. I will. I will get to go. That's. Uh, that's. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And like Chicky said, if uh, if they don't win that, then we're not going to get to see the uh, the FC Dallas uh, America match, which I think is going to be uh, just you know absolutely fa- just a fascinating uh, endeavor. So hopefully, uh, hopefully FC Dallas will take care of business next week up in Frisco because I'm, I'm guessing America is not going to lose four uh, zero. In uh, at, well, I guess they have to lose five zero at the Azteca to uh, to well, Sapisa. Although crazier things have happened. Yeah, I mean they they did blow a lead, pretty good lead in in Conca, in Conca Champion, but that was to Mexican team. That was the the Luca, if I'm not mistaken. Right under the under the La Puente era. Well, there, there's obviously been a change in in attitudes about this uh, a tournament because each team. Except for Tigres, that just you know maybe didn't travel as many of, of, of their. I mean, they, but it wasn't certainly it certainly wasn't a reserve side. But they are they're, they're playing with you know majority of what I would call you know regular, if not regular players, then then out and out starters. I mean, Chivas today that was their regular starting eleven, and we, you know we saw the same thing with uh, with Club America. I mean, they they started their guys. I mean, they, they, so the, obviously. There's either been a, a message sent, or, or 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 the teams are just taking it that much more seriously, or both. So that is uh, that is definitely good to see. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that pretty much covers what, the the Conca Champions. Yes. Yes. Uh, did you did you have a did you have a a topic that you wanted to to, to sink your teeth into, Ron? <laughs> I make exclusive food. <laughs> Cruz Azul. Yeah. Do we have a? Uh, let's see. I don't, Cruz I don't think I know any more Cruz Azul fans, to be honest. You know, it's funny when I was looking I for that clip, I was trying to find anything, and it was it was a dude reading soccer definitions, and one of them. <laughs> I'm guessing it was a joke, but he did the the Cruz Azul the Cruz Azul one. It was it was it was, uh, it, was it was pretty funny. Yeah. So, did you? Uh, is there anything in particular you wanted to mention about uh, about Cruz Azul there, Ron? Should they panic? Should they what? Should they panic with that, with Kashina? Well, haven't I mean I don't I, I personally don't think they should. Uh, uh, but then again, I'm I'm a little, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pumping all sorts of sunshine here because because uh, Cruz Azul 
was the, uh, the the pick that I made to uh, <clears throat> to win the whole thing, as was uh, the the pick for uh, for the for the gentleman who has just joined us from California, Joel Aceves. Joel, Joel, how are Joel? Joel Leon, pretty good, pretty good. Glad to be back on the show. We're glad to have you. Now we are uh, glad to have you on, Joel. Uh, are we going to talk? Uh, Chivas Crisis Center here in a minute, or are we? Uh... Well, they did win, but but Pereira got injured again. But <laughs> but I saw this tweet that was funny, and it said, "Um, Pereira injured again. It doesn't matter when you read this. Oh, that's, that, funny. that's that's kind of that's been the case since last, pretty much for most of his career in uh, with the goats." Right. No, no, no. But we'll get to the goats in a second. But the the, the pressing topic, right? This, this is a, you know, you know, Ron's America is doing very well. So, so, so we gave him yes, the opportunity to, well. to 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 pick that the next. And for some reason, for some, I'm not sure why, but he decided that uh, that uh, that 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 picking on 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 Cementero scabs right now would be would be would be something <laughs> fun to do. So, uh, so I and, and you know, and I mentioned what as, as as you came on that you know I, I have to. You know, stand by my pick. So I have, I have to think that the, that Cruz Azul is going to stick with uh, yeah, we, Caixinha we, through and through. I mean, they have to. We talked about this last week, John. You convinced me because I was beginning to falter there, and you're like, we have to maintain. And but the fans, you know, they've been chanting "Fuera Caixinha." They they haven't been with him as forgiving as they were with uh, Paco Gemes. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what what's going on there. You well, I mean, know, it's I not as if like they're like they've, they've lost. I mean, they've just they just haven't been winning, but they've been tying. You know, they've and I think that they gave up. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that they that they uh, y la Cruz Azulio. in their in their last game was it against Necaxa over, over the past week? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and but John, remember we said we expect uh, La Máquina to to have a. To improve one day, because because they're going to play three straight home games. That's right. That's right. And and as, and, and and as that's, we've said, that's, that's... go ahead. No, yeah, that that's when they they should be able to turn the tables to their favor. That's big nine points. Because because as, could... as we've said many times on this show, that uh, the, those nine points can 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 flip your season around in league nine, nine or very seven. quickly. Yeah, even if it's seven, that would be still massive. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're still you're still in the Cruz Azul you're you're still in the Cruz Azul corner. You you are pro yes, Cruz Azul. You, you convinced me, John. I'm, oh, see now you're putting, you're putting this on me. You're putting this on me. When's the last time Cruz Azul won? Azul. Against who did they win? Do you guys remember? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm looking them up right now. Cruz Azul. Let's see. They're uh, <laughs> their schedule. They well, you know, it's it's funny you should mention wait, that. Uh, let, let me the last let me, time they won. Wait, wait, guess. let me let me try to guess it. Go ahead. What's it? Because I remember watching a game where Hermosillo they needed to bandage his head, and he shot he shot the penalty kick against the uh, Comiso, David Angel Comiso. So I don't know if Comiso at that point was playing for León. Would like to say it's either León or I think it was Leon. He played with Morelia, so but I'm gonna stick with León. So that's was that it's like going 90, off on my memory. The 97. Yeah, 90. like 97. 
It's a long time. It's a long time for a team that proud to to, to not win. To not win uh, to win a championship. But the, but the last time that they won this year, that's the only time they won this year, and that was against Chivas in Guadalajara, three to one. And uh, they've had. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I thought he was talking about championship, not not. Oh, well, an actual yeah, game. <laughs> well, well, both, but but they've had one win, four draws, oh. one win, five draws, one win, five draws, and two losses. And one win, five loss. Actually, their last uh, loss, it wasn't uh, to Necaxa, to Puebla, where they had the. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. And and like Chivas, they haven't won at home. I think those are the only two teams they haven't been able to win in their home stadium. And they gave up uh, the tying goal to, to Puebla in the 86th minute. Yeah. So there you go. Ouch. <laughs> you know, I wish we had, I wish we had, I know that Marquitos. Um, uh, Jason Marquitz is a, is a, is a cementero, but we have other. We know other cementeros. I wish I wish we could convince the other cementeros to, but you know they're not going to come on until until they either like turn it around, or, or then start playing well and make the make the finals. Yeah. I guarantee. Like right now, they don't want to. Well, I was I was telling them about Carterucho Quemado, and that guy has only scored five goals since he joined Cruz Azul. And he came in as one of the, you know, as a top scorer from the Argentine league. Right. And, yeah, the one thing we were talking about was how that league expanded to 30 teams. Outside of their top five, a lot of those teams can can become pretty weak. So it's easy to get a couple hat tricks or bag a couple braces and, and you know, right. tally, up, tally up a good amount of goals. So five goals and three of those are on cup, only two in league. So I mean, yeah, I'm surprised they've they've held on to that player for this long. That one Alemão guy seemed a bit more. He just seemed a bit better, and and they just let him go. And. Um... I mean, you know, I look at Cruz Azul. We've talked about this before on the show. I mean, I look at their roster, and like, I mean, I don't see anybody on that 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 I, that I think that is emblematic of of Cruz Azul at all. I guess, I guess the only one I know, I know who's emblematic. Tata Dominguez. I mean, that, I mean, he's been there for you know, ten, going on ten years now. For, for all the wrong reasons, Kulit Kulit is emblematic. Poor Kulit. He. Uh... <laughs> Makes the Cruz Azul and he gets injured. Is, is he out for the and year, or is he coming back? He arrives overweight, and then he he plays one game and gets injured. That I is emblematic of how things, how things. Yeah, it's just. Cruz Azul got eliminated, right? From uh, Copa MX. Yes, yeah, they I were they were eliminated in midweek. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, so they've they've had a great week. Jeez. So I, I yeah I, I can't imagine any of the. Uh, Cementeros are going to come out of the woodwork. Yes, yes, Ron. Uh, sorry, I got kicked off. But regarding re- regarding Gullet, you, you, <laughs> you know this this I, this I think goes back to 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 what we were talking about how you know with with the media and stuff like that because Gullet, I mean, he lights it up in Leon, but then you know you know with Chivas and and, and Cruz Azul, two teams that are also you know that that, that he, have he a did Ron, he did have one. One his his first tournament with Chivas, he scored twelve goals. Uh-huh. He it was really yeah. 
it was he did really good. It, it was until the second one where he he fell out of favor with not just with the fans, but heard also with Almeida. Uh huh. But I, I mean that that he to me, I mean, Gulen's the, the type of player that I, I almost want to say that he's he's like you know technically more gifted than both than than Bofo, but it's just I, 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 he's just like super inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're going to compare those two, I would say that Buffalo maybe had a longer bout of consistency. Yeah. Than Hooded, but I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, I remember in 2013, 2014, well, he was an animal. I mean, he was such a good player, and he, he I mean, he was like you know just your, your, your you know your dream midfielder, guy that can crash the box and you know and score and score well. It just it was like wow, this guy's. But uh, yeah, he just. Uh, you know, he 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 played uh, a few friendlies uh, with with Biojo and he, they just, you know, against better competition, he just he just did not live up to it. Like yeah, even the, the, like, the the story was he cracked under pressure when once he was in the national team, and that he wasn't even going to make the the squad. Biojo didn't want him anymore, but uh, there was some pressure to keep him on. Well, he probably wouldn't have gone if uh, if Negro Medina or Chapo Montes would have gotten hurt. So maybe he was a, a last minute substitution for that. But I mean, but I mean, you certainly can't blame Pioca for wanting him on the team. I mean, he really was. I mean, for that for that particular season, one of the one of the better Mexican players in Liga Mekis, which is what you want heading into the World Cup. And and right now, I look across the league, and I was gonna. You know, ask how we were now two months into the tournament, and you know, usually before World Cup, you want to you know who's going to be that guy that just comes out of nowhere that you all know, this guy's got to be on the team, and there just hasn't been anybody. So I don't know if if Australia's going to have to make any kinds of those of those hard decisions. So, I mean, we thought that uh, Joel had picked uh, Henry Martin for for Club America. Had a, a great first half, first month was outstanding. Scored was a five five goals. He was one, at one point the leader in goal scoring, and uh, has has been like on a three or four game drought. Missed a was he the one that yesterday that missed just just the worst kind of sitter against uh, Saprissa. It was it was it was it was bad. He'll, he'll bounce back, John. Well, you know that's the, that's that's the great thing is that he bounced. He actually bounced back in that game, and he didn't score, but he but he but he served up somebody really nicely. So, yeah, that return to Prisa game that should that should be some pickings for him. Yeah, we'll see how that uh, how that turns out. But uh, you know we do we do need some we do need some Cruz Azul fans to come on to come on here. Yeah, they've they've been shining away, John. We, need some, we, need we invite them. them. We invite them, and they they're like the fans from the tweets that were in the paper bag over yeah. their heads. They're in the cave with the paper bag, and then <laughs> need some super bait to draw them out. <laughs> I also have. I'm not gonna lie, man. Because this has provided a lot of laughs. <laughs> they have. 
Now, Hoyle, if you were on the dating game and you asked, you know, bachelorette number one, bachelorette number two questions, like, it's like, like, how would you react to a, to a really rough Cruz Azul loss, right? And, and the first one gives you the, gives you the, uh, so you have that, right? And then the other one responds. So which one? The which first one, one you go out of the, you go out of the date with the first one? She sounds very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other yeah, one already I, gave up. I do have a I do have a very passionate uh, Club America fan too. Let's see. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. So we have we have we have her too. <laughs> Well, hopefully, hopefully oh, we'll get some. Do, we need to really a, work on that. Yes. Do you have the, the, you have the Puma kids that or? No sirve para nada. Man, that's traumatizing. It. His whole family laughing. And that and we also have. Yeah, Gonzalo. His kids are right behind him. <laughs> it does get seen a uh, classic Kiko, Kiko crying, yes. leaned up against the wall. <laughs> I think like, I think there's a Sul fans are on a, on a really like profound phase. <laughs> like like Joel and Ron are you know, Ron does one except America's doing good, and Joel is like the self loathing. Cruz Azul is like <laughs> another. They're on another level. They're like on not a self loathing, but a. Self-loathing, hey. Like a self-hating, where they, they, they leave their team. They'd rather be like a Tigre, they can't be a whatever. So, speaking of self-loathing, I was looking at some of the tweets from some of our good friends from, uh, from, uh, Rigo and his close buddies from the, from the Chivas of the North. And man, they seem to be self-loathing right now. <laughs> is, is, is it their turn, Joel, to, to watch Chivas matches and, and whip themselves like Opus Day? I'm almost getting angry, John. I was like, hey, that's that's my thing right there. What what are you guys doing? Well, they're, 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 <laughs> you guys are supposed to be cheery all the time. They're in, they're in a different um, state, though, man. They're in like a depression state. You you're like laughing. You're having a good old time. What in, in, no. in the world of Chivas? But they're they're like all like somber. I know, but it's like we flipped because um. I still think Chivas going to do really good in this cup, uh, even even despite the poor showing. I, I, I wasn't able to see the game, but I I know they were looking bad despite the two zero win. Uh, but but I still think they're they're going to do good. But I, I was I was following through the social media and and everyone's just like very pessimistic. So for, I was for looking. Me, for for me, it's like that image of 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 the the red wedding. You know, that picture of that player, of that fan, he's just like in, in disbelief. He's like, you know, holding his head and then like a couple seats above, you have that other player. Pointing. He's, just, he's pointing and he's laughing. <laughs> that's you. That's you, Hoyle. It is. It is right now. It is. And I had some tweet exchanges because, uh, from, from a, <laughs> A few days back, where I was telling them that that Chivas was going to do good in the cup, but they're they're so um, down on the team now that they they're really not expecting much much from it. So, uh, but but the news is that El Maestro Galindo might 
might join the team. So to do what? That way. To be the replacement when? Uh... No, well, they they want it. It's kind of funny because it's like they want like a GM, but they don't want a GM that is above the coach. I keep coming back to this lady for quotes on, on, on Spy Game, where uh, you know Robert Redford Mueller is like when they said like, you know when I remember you know I remember when my coach would just say, you know would say to tell me to be a team player, I knew I was about to get benched. Right. And it seems it seems it seems to me that that's the case. If they bring in El Galindo, Galindo's not going to go there to to to, to, to porras and stuff. No, he's going to go there to you know to make his uh, make room for himself. No, I don't think he's going to do that because he's – I don't know what he did. He, he hasn't been able to get a job with Liga MX. And he, even when he was uh, Chepo's assistant at Santos, they were both let go. Um, and and this is a guy that that won really good Chivas team. He was the one coaching it, the one that, that – that oh, oh, yeah. humiliated yeah. Boca. That that was Galindo, and Galindo had them playing like clockwork, man, for a while. You know, yeah, and he and he has a league title with Santos, so it's it's pretty interesting how he can't find a job. <laughs> you think that he's been really bad, and you got Romano coaching. I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but, not, honestly, that 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 that, that, that is no. Way a representation of, of what I think of Benjamin Galindo. That I'm, I'm not calling him <laughs> by any means, the you know, a, 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 a Fredo type at all. But uh, but I do think that that decision that that you said, Hoy, that, that you bring him in as the GM, but don't let him have you know more power than the co or whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. But a, a decision like that is made by one of these guys. No, Buen. Oh, not that guy. This guy. He was. Bad. This guy. I can handle things. Yeah. I'm smart. Yeah. So. And and, and you know what? Because they asked Pelias. He was in uh, spicy soccer, and they asked him, you know, if he would, if he would, uh, if he would do the GM job at Chivas. And but one of the things he said was, the GM can't be hired by the coach. It's the other way around, you know. Right. It should be the owner that hires the GM, because ultimately the GM would decide if the coach stays or not. So. Well, you could, I mean, the coach can certainly have input. But he's not the one yeah. that's, that's pulling the trigger on that on that decision. You, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I don't think that that that, uh, that Belize would do anything at Chivas because I just think it's a different, a completely different organization. But it, it's like you guys, you know, for for me, for me, really, the you know, the, the at least in the last twenty in the last twenty years, you know, the the the, the best GMs in, in Mexico have been Lebrija and, and to a certain degree Belize. You know, Le, Lebrija was spot on for many many years. But, you know, and it's like, you know, it, it seemed like, you know, when he went to Chivas, I, I think, I think it was like, like they didn't give him the freedom that he wanted. Well, he left because they, they didn't even, when, when Chicharo was old, he, he didn't even know that the media was asking him <laughs> and he, he didn't know what happened in that deal. And it was bad in, in the sense that, the team needed to hold on to to Chicharo at least until the the Libertadores final, and that's and, and that's wrong. And that, I mean, that's almost as wrong. I mean, that's almost as as, as the Pelai situation about not knowing about uh, uh, Moy Munoz. You know? Yeah. 
I mean, and that, and it's like to me, it seems like there was a disconnect. They, they, they got to a point where there was a disconnect, you know, with uh, the uh, John de Luisa, the other dude, and and and, and Pepe Romano. Yeah, yeah, Pepe Romano. You know. Well, I mean, it seems to me wrong when, when stuff like that happens. You know, we were talking about Belais earlier. How he, I mean, in my mind, I think that he deserves, you know, a great deal of the credit for turning Cuba America around. That I don't think that anybody denies that. Those I, I didn't hear those two guys' names mentioned when it came to the the, the great Club America turnaround. You know, maybe it was a jealousy thing, and they're like, dude, you know, and so they maybe they just maybe as maybe they, they got tired of the act, and they just you know they, they they did that to him, knowing that you know what if we do if we undermine him, then then for sure he will go because it'll you know he'll take it as a major sign <laughs> of disrespect. Well, right you know, now, John, John John DeLuisa right now he he's on the committee. I, I I don't think he cares right now what 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 goes on with the man. Well, but this was right what, now, what two three years ago. So I mean, right, right, right. But I'm, what I'm, you know what I'm saying is I I don't really give much of the credit to, to John Deleuze or or even Pepe Romano for that matter. I, I think this was all mostly Pelais because obviously there was a you know there was a huge huge connect you know between 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 uh what's his name uh, Pelais and and, and 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 Piojo, you know. Um, yep. Well, you, you know what the funny thing is right now is that kind of what Chivas wants to do, America is kind of doing it because yeah. uh, the GM is uh, Santiago Bathrooms. Yeah. And and I really doubt he's going to tell Piojo what to do. You know, he was his assistant. <laughs> so you're saying that he's a GM in, in title only and, and Piojo is really the one who's... Pretty much. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, well, I can't say of... for sure, but I doubt it. I, I doubt this guy's going to be. It's, an, it's a it's a very interesting and, uh, and and certainly plausible theory you have there. And you think that, that that's that's what Chivas wants. That that's what Armada wants is he wants to be the the coach, but the so just bring in some. Well, well you know, because you know what happened was that, what was that they gave him all this power. You know, they sacked. They sacked a lot of people that work there, a lot of coaches, a, a lot of just a, a lot of staff that was involved, well, even you know, medical Cohen, staff. We haven't fully recovered uh, here at the Cantina Mekis podcast when we when we made you GM, and and, and and you went on your rampage either. So you know, <laughs> we, we, we can certainly empathize with the uh, so yeah with the Chivas yeah. Uh, staff. Yeah, but and also I have to think if it is. If they ultimately do go for Galindo, if that's like a bit of a sucker punch to to Higuera because Galindo's close to the De La Torres and and Higuera just hates those guys. He tried to ban them from the stadium. Because, uh, you know, as we know, uh, Nestor works. He does the commentary for Univision. And then the home game, so he he tried to like get him banned from the stadium, but uh, Nestor is a uh, he has a palco, you know. He has a well. I mean, how long has the, the La Torre family been involved with with Chivas? What for seventy, eighty years? No, eighty, eighty, more yeah. than eighty, and and not just involved, just even with the championships and all that, play as players and coaches and every every aspect. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, pretty funny what's going on. But I, I, I do feel that 
Um, I think for the league, it's pretty lost. Pumas, I expect the best, I expect best a tie in Seoul. And then, and the return leg is going to be against America. And this America's on fire, man. I don't, I don't think. You know, Joel, Joel, Ron, Ron is, still, is still not convinced. He's still. He's not convinced. Todavía no me convence. Todavía no me convence. That's what he is. That's well, how he started. That was the first thing he said well, on the show. I don't know if I have to remind him. Um, with Almeida as, as coach, America eliminated, eliminated, uh, eliminated them twice in playoffs. Is that when they got the Gonzalo one? Gonzalo. Gonzalo. Maybe it's, it's just that I don't want America to be good, so, so I can lose too. You know? and, when you say when you say to tus hijos is is was there some Atlas fans right there? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it was it was actually his, his, his actual, actual kids. Yeah, his actual kids. His... <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't feel good about that. Um, that match. I know they say it could go either way, but I think overall, um, Piojos is proven a better coach. So I don't. I don't think we're going to get that many points. I predicted. I predicted zero points from the next two games. Wow. Although I think. I think two is possible, but because I did, I don't know if you guys remember. I, I did like a whole. I, I sort of tried to like, what how Chivas results were going to be, and for the last four games, I pretty much put two points and. Uh, <laughs> I've been spot on pretty pretty much. I'm gonna say. You're. You, I have to admit the the, the w- without even watching the games and and, 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 and living and breathing the, the the Chivas Clausura 18 experience. Abney West, so you're like you're you're like uh you're like you know one of one of one of the soothsayers or the the witches in Macbeth. You know you're blind, but you know you. <laughs> You look at the soup, like, Chivas will only get 20 points. And we'll struggle to score, you know. But then again, you can say that about any Um As far as, uh, as far as Chivas, though, uh, Joel, they did, uh, you're right, they did struggle tonight, 2-0. But, you know, they're, I, I, I'm not, and I'm not making excuses. But let's examine, you know, where they were. They were in the Caribbean playing on a, on yeah, a plastic field with with like ninety nine percent humidity, and with one and, of their players and, injured at halftime. One of their players injured at halftime, and, and the place you know for for, for a Conca Champions atmosphere was outstanding. Uh, we, we we talked about that earlier as well. Just uh, just a really really good atmosphere at the at, at, at what what I would assume is a, is a stadium that, that seated maybe ten thousand people, but it was packed, and. Uh, you know they got the, they got they 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 did what they had to do. Did they have, did they have to score by a three or four or five goals? No. They, they all they had to do was win. Yeah, and and keeping it zero is also key. Absolutely. Not, so not letting they, the other team alright. You know, you know the the, the thing about Mexican teams uh, is the, unless they're extremely extremely good that they, they cannot play at medio gas and think that they're going to roll people five zero. It's just, they, they're just, they're just not good enough to do that to anybody, uh, to anybody. I mean, unless you're playing like a, you know, a 
teenage amateur team or whatever. But just but 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 as far as professionals, it's, it's just not going to happen. Yes, Dave. Dave, I know that. Uh, well, changing subjects a little bit. Uh, did you guys? I, I think I tweeted it, the um, about uh, Desio Maria, the, the Mexican Federation president, talking about uh, how it's not fair for uh, certain uh, clubs, Liga MX clubs, to receive uh, federal, you know, subsidies and you know, and stuff right. like that. Wasn't Chiapas at one point owned by the Chap the state of Chiapas? Yeah, okay. oh, Veracruz. Okay, at one point was Atlante. At one point was they were owned by the are, are, by are, Social are, Security. Are they own a percentage of it? Well, yeah. either you way, know, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, like, and you know, we're, we're going back, you know, what twenty, thirty years. I mean, like John said, at one point. At one point, you know, Atlanta was owned by, by the Social Security, you know, administration of, of Mexico. You know? So it's like there's been a lot of clubs that have been owned or administered by by, by uh, the government. San Luis. San Luis right San, now. San, yeah. I, I know we talk about, I know, you know, the, the focus is on Atletico de Madrid. They bought into them, but another percentage is owned by the by the state. Yeah, so, the, so I mean, governor, I don't, I don't know how that works. Now, honestly, you know, I think this is, you know, Televisa basically taking off the gloves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Taking off the pachuca. Yeah, it's like you went off the kicking reservation, them, kicking the mother in the crown. Yeah, and I think that's what. But but, but here, here's the thing: there is, there is a lot of, you know, uh, what what. What happens is like you know with with Atlanta, we, we can use Atlanta as an example. Atlanta was was a great team, and then you know the government decided one day to just pull the plug on all the financing, and then next thing you know they're they're in the they're uh, they're relegated within one year. And and also and, and also Ron, they they don't seem to manage them well or or invest as much as they should. No, it's it's almost they all kind of have it there for some type of tax break. And they also use it for social status. You know, it's like these, you know, these, you know, these uh, politicians. It's like they they don't know how to administer a club, and and I can understand. Man, you have no idea how well it works, Ron. When I go to when I go to a bar to meet the ladies, and I drop the, you know, I am the owner of La Jaiba Brava and Tampico. They're like, oh my. God. <laughs> they just, well, they just go through this. And, and I told you that story of of that photo from from uh, from the what? I mean, the guy, the guy. Had the audacity to suit himself up for a game. So, oh, oh yeah, I, I played against America, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's but, a, who, was he like who the wouldn't be happy of that though? What's that? Oh, no, he was who the doctor, wasn't he? Wasn't he the 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 dean? I, I don't remember. I don't remember the, his exact title. I've just always known the story that he was he was un, un porro. I mean, he was just like a little mafioso type, you know. You know, not narco, but just you know, just a, a guy that you know that uh, didn't leave a, a straight life, you know, per se. Right. And, but you know, and he had a lot of influence, and, and and that you know, he wanted to suit up, and he and he did because he thought he could, and he did, you know. But it was like the the kid, right? The um, the Leano, the the kid from the owner, the son of the Tecos owners. Oh Cheto. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but 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 here's yeah. the thing. I, 
I'm not knocking. I, I won't knock on on uh, on Tecos, and I'll tell you why. And I can't think of any. I mean, right now I can't think of another team in Liga MX that did this. You know, Tecos went from third division to second division to first division the right way. And for the longest time, they were one of the you know the teams that once they made it, once they made it to to the to the first division, they they maintained themselves there for what twenty or you know thirty plus years. 20 something plus years, so I, I had to give it to the Leanos for that. They had a really good scouter promoter, man, because they would bring in some really good strikers. They had Vicente, Abreu. Yeah, yeah, they had good. They had, uh, they had Navia. Good. Well, I remember they, when they had Chita Ludueña, and he when he was yeah, just, uh, he was crazy too. good when he was with Tecos. Yeah, really so, good. I, I wanted him for the national team. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I won't knock the the Lanius. Yeah, you can criticize it for a lot of things, but you know, my respects because right now everybody wants you just to buy a franchise and say, yep. I, I think, I think it served, I think it served, you know, the Lanius well that they, they, that they knew what it was like to play in the third division, what it was like to play in the second division, and I mean, and to certain, you know, certain point, even the Pachucas did that because keep in mind that in the in the nineties, dude. Tigres and, and Pachuca were going up and down in the first, first and uh, uh, second division or uh, Primera A. Like I think That's Pachuca, right. Pachuca, I think was relegated twice, and I think Tigres was also relegated once or twice. If memory serves me well. Uh, once for sure. I can't remember if it was yeah. twice or not. Yeah, but I mean that was. Uh... And and that and that also goes back and that goes back to uh to, you know Tigres Tigres basically just kind of. Um, the the what's the name the the university also kind of like started to to withdraw funds from from the from the from the club I, I, and next thing you know they they formed the the, the el patronato the uh, the sinergia whatever the one that's you know that, that council that that's that, loaded that's with money. where that's where I saw my very first live Liga MX game at Tres de Marzo Stadium uh, Tres de Marzo it's really yeah. small man yeah. That was a World Cup stadium in '86, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> it wouldn't qualify now. No, yeah, yeah. it's a nice yeah. venue, but but it's a small stadium. In fact, I think Spain played there, played at least one of their games there, for sure. So, yeah. And I think they played their other one in uh, in in Monterrey. But uh, but yeah. As far as Decos and, uh, yeah, but they're the one, but they're, they were a private university. They're, they're not public, even though they were called, uh, you know, Universidad Autónoma de Guadalajara. You think when it says Autónoma, that would be the public one, but it's not. It's, it's the actual, it was the private one. So, so I, I guess my question, Ron, is, you know, so this, this, uh, this that Maria makes this, I mean, obviously a very veiled, uh, uh, jab at, uh, at the Pachuca situation, but I'm thinking, okay, so, Pumas plays in a public stadium, you know, a stadium owned by the by the by the by public university, as does Tigres. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many other places play in, and you know, uh, Atlas plays in a municipal stadium? Yeah. That, that's run by the city. Well, actually, so, no, no, no. That's uh, Jalisco's owned by Club Unidos. They're, well, I thought it was run by the city. No, 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 no. It, it, it was uh, Chivas bailed out, bailed out on Club Clubes Unidos de Jalisco, but but the, the Jalisco Stadium was built. Built by uh, by the club members of 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 of, uh, of uh, Jal- who was it Chivas Atlas Oro um, and with with the Jalisco. No, it was not them. They were they weren't there. It was uh, Jal- Nacional, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. 
but it was it was it was four 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 teams yeah. from from uh from the state of Jalisco, you know Guadalajara and stuff like that. They actually they built their own stadium. They built yeah, their it was Clu- Clubes Unidos Jalisco. Yeah, Clubes Unidos Jalisco. The Cruz Azul. There's actually I forget he's a owner. He also owns the uh the the, the stadium or the, the bull ring if I'm not mistaken. Uh, right. That's, now, that's literally, you know, well, well, throw away. You, you know what? They still they still manage the Jalisco Stadium. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, obviously, so... obviously, Azteca is owned by Grupo Televisa. Right, and but León Stadium is uh, is that that that's owned by the municipio. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cermeño, the old owner. I think he he I think like last year or so the courts said that he is the rightful owner of it. But but that's, but that's the team that known it. What's that? The team that known it. To my if I read it, no, right, they I, don't. Yeah. If no, I read they it don't. Right, Wait, go on, Ron. So yeah, I mean, to, to my, so I mean, there's. Here's the thing, and for Mex and the Liga Mexicans to basically be legit, 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 this this type of stuff is going to have to to stop because in Puebla there, there's 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 uh, ownership issues, in Chivas there's ownership issues, in 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 Leon there's ownership issues. There's still like you know old you know old you know uh, owners and stuff like that that are still trying to fight for for ownership, and you, you really can't have that. And now, granted. We all know. I mean, obviously, we don't know with you know one hundred percent certainty, but I think it's safe to say with ninety nine point nine nine percent certainty, oh, we know oh, why Desio de Maria is bas- you know was basically saying that 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 uh, oh wait, you know it's not it's not fair play for 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 for. Uh, I, I just want to clear something up real quick. Yeah. So Cermeño and Gonzalez. Yeah, Ron, you're you're correct. Yeah. Uh, the city determined that ownership of the stadium is. Property of Cermeño yeah. and Hector Gonzalez, uh, yeah. but but um, Grupo Pachuca doesn't. Does, they're the ones that control León now. Yeah, Grupo Pachuca. So, but they, but but they, Cermeño, but I've heard, but I've but I've read Cermeño's claim claim that uh, the same thing that that uh, he still thinks that he's still the rightful uh, owner of of. The, uh... <laughs> yeah. So so there's talks that León might relocate if. They can't come to a, an agreement with the stadium once, once the, um, cause, cause they rent it out. So once that contract runs out. So you're telling, me, you're telling me Cement Boy can't, can't build his own stadium? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, that, you, you know, that, that, the thing that you posted, Joel, uh, that, that article about the, um, the anonymous Liga Mekis owner who made the comment that, you know, you know, 10 years ago, MLS teams were valued at uh, 15 million, and now they're valued oh, yeah, at 100 right. or whatever it is. So I went and looked at some numbers, and yeah, the the, the MLS teams uh, have have definitely uh, uh, increased their value. How have they done that? Well, the first thing they've done is 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 stadiums. They've, they they built stadiums and they they finance stadiums and sell the you know the the, the most uh, the teams that are that have the, the highest valuations uh, ha- own their own stadiums. Number two, the the league also has a uh, a league wide uh, uh, merchandising contract with with Adidas that everybody gets a piece of. 
and then now and then the other one is 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 TV, which which isn't as big, but but it certainly plays. And of course, the franchise fees that they uh, that they accumulate from uh, the other teams that come in. So, and and the protectionism of the of, of Major League Soccer with the, with the pyramid, you know, of not allow, you know, of not having promotion relegation. That's also certain, you know, that's also in their works into their favor. Right. Sure. And, uh, and uh, you know, for for Mexican team for Mexican League MX teams, I, I think I think that the value of Mexican teams of League MX teams are still a lot higher than than those of of um, of MLS. But I think what the M, uh, League MX owners are trying to do is to basically put it on, you know, put it in paper, meaning in terms of actual worth. Sure. You know, no, I understand I think, that, but 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 to me, there 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 there's a couple of, of really critical things that, that that teams have to do in order in order for that, you know, in, in order for them to make that to make that jump, and 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 and, and, and it kind of freaks me out to say that, but I, but I think one of those for the teams that 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 don't have a decent one is 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 is, is, is get a really get a really good stadium built. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's why I made the comment about the Leon guy. You know, I mean, he's a he's a cement guy. I mean, surely, you know, and, and he's and he's an eagle guy too. So you don't think that he'd want to outdo, you know, whomever, Vergara uh, or whatever it is, with 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 his fancy stadium that he's going to build in Pachuca or Leon or wherever or both. Um, but you're right, Ron. I, I think that there are obviously some teams that have a, had a, that have a, have an extremely heavy valuation just just because of their. Of of the assets that they control and who they are. Now, the one thing I did find real interesting about 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 that, yes, they are have this value, but a lot. But out of the twenty two teams, I think thirteen or fourteen of them operated still operate at a loss in MLS. So they might be valued at two hundred million, but they're not. But they're not bringing any money. I mean, for a fact that they lose money every year. So there's that little little nugget of information as well. But that guy said also, but the, he said there's a waiting list. Of, of owners that want to buy into a, expansion teams, and that's one thing you don't really see with Liga MX clubs. You had in the '90s and early 2000s cartels using clubs to launder money, and now you have some type of scheme with the, you know, with with governors or with the states. So I, I don't know what's going to happen in Mexico to to stabilize, you know. So something more stable where, where the clubs can go up and in, in, in value. Well, the fact the fact that what do you call it? Uh, most teams are owned by you know S corporations of sorts. You know, I, I don't I don't think that that the uh, that they obviously they still haven't opened their books. We all you know you know uh, Liga MX is you know they're pretty discreet when it comes to their uh, to their books. You know, I do I, want to mention, Ron, that, that if anybody ever wants to look at our books, we, we will gladly, gladly open up our books to show people. Except, except for the quack. And there's some That's crayons, right. too. There's some crayons. By the way, by the way you, you, never, you never answered to that, uh, that, 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 that uh, truck accident in Houston where a, a 53-foot trailer full of crates and crates of, 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 of avocados tumbled and, 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 and were lost. <laughs> <laughs> they were lost. They were lost forever. You know, obviously a way to to manip- manipulate the the avocado market. It was it yeah. was pretty obvious, and and you you never responded. So 
I think that yeah, you know, since you all, I mean, I mean, you could be more obvious. I mean, the name of your restaurant is Guacamole's. I, I, I was working with the Randolphs. Oh. Remember, remember the moving trading places with Eddie Murphy? Uh-huh. Right. The Randolphs. Yes. <laughs> yes, we were doing some dirty dealings with the Randolphs, trying to trying to market the the quarter on avocados. That's, how many times? Exactly. How many times? How many times uh, we're lost? Oh, I can't day? remember how many. But it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, a lot. It, was a lot. it was like, like, like fifteen or twenty. I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot of uh, that. That 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 could make about enough guacamole to last the first quarter of the Super Bowl in the United States. I think that's uh, that, that's how many avocados were. Of course, again, and that also did happen right, right, you know, in the month before the Super Bowl too. So I'm sure that that uh, you know, I'm sure that you 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 picked you picked you, you, your your timing couldn't have been better, honestly. Your, your your timing could not have could not have been better. Well, gentlemen, I think we should uh, we should we should uh, uh, move on here. Now, there was an announcement that was made today. In fact, the Joel, I'm sure you're 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 you're, you're thrilled to pieces. There's going to be just a a smorgasbord of activity in uh, right, in, in in Los Angeles, uh, you know, for the for for Mexico for the first of Mexico's two despedidas. The the only country on the planet that can have two despedidas for the World Cup. They can have their 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 LA despedida in their in their second home, you know where where they, where they summer, you know Mexico summers in, in LA, and then they'll have their 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 despedida at the Estadio Azteca, uh, 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 like a week later, whatever it is, before they head on over to uh, head on over to Russia. Okay. But that, they're going to have an open practice, Joel, and today uh, they also announced that the, that that they're going to have an English language presence. On uh, on social media with uh, with the Facebook and uh, Twitter account for uh, for Mexico's national team. Interesting. Yeah, I saw their I saw their Twitter, um, and then the game is what against Wales with with Bale on board. Well, I mean, I would assume that Bale would be there, but wouldn't. Uh, I mean, if they're playing, I'm not sure when the Champions League final is, but I mean, if if, if that's like the 21st, there's no way he's going to be there. I mean, if, of course, I'm assuming Real Madrid is going to make the final, but but uh, yeah, so it's going to be against Wales, and it's actually going to be on Memorial. It's going to be on the Monday Memorial Day, and that they have a whole weekend of of, of, of activities planned for. Uh, I think they have an an open practice in the Rose Bowl too. Some uh, some podcast men with blazers. I don't about, but uh, um, are going to be talking Mexico as well. Yeah, men with blazers. It's a, it's a, it's not a podcast. It's actually a well. I'm sure they have a podcast, but it's also a a show that was made popular on ESPN. Then they moved over to uh, to NBC Sports Network. They're big Piojo fans, uh, men and blazers. Uh, they thought, in fact, that they wanted him to coach some some of their some of their English teams in the Premier League. When uh, just because they just liked all the emotion that the, that Piojo showed during the during the World Cup, so yeah, so they're gonna have English language presence uh, you know, finally, you know, in the in in the in the what took you so long uh, category of of, of events. Uh, the Mexican national team is finally gonna have an English language uh, presence for their for so, their English speaking uh, fans. So I'm 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 sort of interested in seeing the. Potentially disappoint, disappointing results in the amount of followers that that um, Twitter account gets, and also it's it's uh, interesting that a lot that there's a lot of hate, uh, mostly from Spanish-speaking people about uh, 
this game being in the United States, the despedida in the United States instead of in Mexico. But they, 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 they always, they've been doing that for a while now, though. But they always have a despedida in the United. They, that's yeah. it. they have two despedidas. They have one here, and then they have one in Mexico. Yeah, I remember going to the one in um. So what's the one in Mexico? Mexico played New Zealand, and Chicharro scored really nice goal. Uh, yeah, but that uh, wasn't a despedida. That was just a regular fecha FIFA because they always have their. You yeah, know, but that's one of their last games before the the World Cup, and then they played. They played. Yeah, I understand that, but that was like that was like two months before that. I mean, that that was like the like the like the one fecha FIFA they have in the second half of the season, and then in May they have their crazy thing where they play like three games in ten days, you know, and they go from you know from LA to New York and back to Seattle, just some crazy stupid travel uh, that, that they set up for themselves. And uh, and then, oh, so then they go to Mexico City, and they have that that down there too. This one's closer to the World Cup. Yes. So, so it's it's going to be more expensive. Oh, absolutely, and it's at the Rose Bowl, which oh, means they're probably expecting <laughs> about what nine ninety five thousand fans. Oh man, I don't I don't know how Mexico fans do it, man. I don't think there'll be that many. Oh yeah, they will, man. Oh, oh dude, in the LA? World Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they will, man. But with the World Cup around the corner, and and. There will be the World Cup team, pretty much. Right. Um, with with guys, with stragglers coming on. But by May 28th... Now, I have to look at the calendar, because the World Cup starts pretty late. It starts, like, on the 14th or 15th of June. So I would have to assume that they're going to have... They're going to go to Mex- Mexico City before they... I mean, they can't not they, they can't not have an SVN. I mean, in the Azteca. I mean, surely they're going to do that also. Because they would still have time. Plenty of time. You have to do a cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> so, and uh, so it's 2018. Joel, when did you first start writing and getting published, uh, writing about Mexican soccer? 2003. 2003. So it was yeah. it was you and and Luis Bueno. And uh, and Andrea. Andrea Canales, yeah. And, uh, they might and, have and, been. and Ron, right? Ron, didn't you, didn't you put pen to paper back then? Yes, I did. That was a little after uh, Joel. Uh, we were we were writing about it back about you know Liga uh, MX back then. And then Joel, I remember reading an article. I think it was in either uh, before the 2006 2010 World Cup where you said that uh, the, that you were being interviewed and you and you said that you live your life in as. As, as 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 a four year etapa, like 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 your life revolves around the World Cup. Yeah, back then I did. So so not as much anymore. You you you, you don't go by four year processos anymore. No, that that was before. That that was me. I was I was all all in football, man. I would just every day, all day, man. I had my whole schedule revolved around. Just gathering as much info as I could, and and we're going even further back than that. So you you didn't have as many, um, you know, you didn't have all the shows, all the news coming out. You you had like a few shows on the radio, and they weren't that good, you know. They were entertaining, but they didn't have as much info as they do now, man. It's it's a lot of info dump now, um, right. especially with social media. And, and so back then you would just, you would have to listen to the show for three hours and 
and they will have like maybe one or two good pieces of info right there, man. And uh, we had to go by the magazines. So like Tiro de Esquina and, and you could, some stores would sell the Esto. They would bring it from, from, from X. So right. you'll get it like in the afternoon. <sighs> to have someone like drive down to TJ to buy some and, right. and sell them over here for like two bucks. They were like a quarter down there, but you and, know. and you got published on Goal, right? Yeah, I was I was with them, me and Ron. Oh. Before it was Goal, they were Soccer Age. It was right. Soccer Age. Yeah, they were a small operation. <laughs> I, I I remember when they turned to Goal, I was surprised because I had left, and like I returned about a year later. And uh, I was like, wow, it's way different now. Yeah, the the first people that were there, they were kind of hating. They they didn't want to cover Mexico soccer. Right. They didn't want to give it in. Yeah, they they had A-League. They had the A-League. and uh, They covered the A-League, but not Mexico they, But not, yeah, they didn't want to cover League I-Mex. Right. Uh, they would cover the A-League and, and uh, Subuteo. I don't know if you guys heard of that. That's no. some some board game, so some some board game that you yeah. put pieces. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we don't play your nerdy games. Oh, no, I'm just. Uh, so so, it was, so we had y'all, and then and then there was Luis Bueno, who I mean I first read him in 2005 uh, on, on SI.com. Yeah. Uh, he even had like his little picture, like all the other all the other writers on the top there, and. And uh, he had, some, you know, he had some pretty, pretty interesting, some pretty interesting articles. And uh, but that was it. I mean, and, and then I know that, they, that you guys had a, a big soccer back then, which I didn't join until two thousand six. So to see this, um, you know, this evolution. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, the 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 the, the, the reason that this happened or whatever it is, is is because of, of what started all those years ago, but. It just seems to me that the 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 the, the market is has always been there for, for, oh, for yeah. this kind of information. And yeah. you know, why was it that 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 uh, that MX Food took that took so long to recognize that? You you know, John, I think it's it's probably has to do with the sponsors that probably ask for more more media pre- you know more presence in social media. Just because how much money they can make, if if your social media has like X amount of followers, they could cash in on that. So I think that's 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 more to do with it than actual, um, you know, reaching our fans. Because even when we were writing, even back then, um, it was mostly it was everyone was bilingual that would read our stuff. So it was it was just dudes that would prefer to read it in English. Right, but but and one thing I've noticed, like I, I go into the um, when Univision does the English broadcast, and they have a chat, and if you go into the chat, uh, you're gonna see that about ninety five percent, ninety nine percent, it's in Spanish, and and I type stuff in English just to see if someone else is in there, and and I rarely get an answer. <laughs> so what does that tell you? Yeah, but I think, like I'm saying, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people still bilingual, so they'll. Well, why would anybody just, follow Univision Deportes and speak English? Exactly, uh, unless they had more 
Now, if they had a page that said Univision Deportes English, or, or Univision Sports, let's say, then that would, uh, you know, but, but, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, so I don't have Univision Deportes Network, but I have a phone and I have Facebook, and Chivas is playing Leon. I'm going to watch, you know, th- th- this is the only way I can watch the game. So I can certainly understand how there would be a lot more uh, Spanish speakers watching that than English speakers. In the in the conference, the press conference, Cantu said, uh, "How many Mexicans are in the United States?" He gave a number. Like it was 12. forty. It was forty something. Oh. Well, there's 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 forty, 40, million. 40, 40 million something forty something Hispanics, but like the ninety ninety percent of them are are Mexican descent. Okay. Give or take. So thirty six million. So yeah, so give, give or take, yeah. So population of satellite. Well, that's that, I mean, that, that's more than Argentina, dude. No, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm making a joke. But yeah, I, I totally get it. It's, uh, it's twice the population of Texas. It's, it's more than the population of California. Yeah. It's a, it's a great big market. But but why did it take why did it take them so long to recognize that though? I mean, the, I mean, they've been coming and doing these games. Uh, since I mean, as long as I can remember, I mean, at least at least since the eighties. I don't think it's that well, big. I, well, I think it, it also you also have to look into the, the fact that that the journalism has changed drastically in the last you know twenty years. Sure. And, and I think and part of it, you know, there there is part of that is that that uh, people just don't want to pay you know journalists and have staff writers and staff photographers. And stuff like that. So I mean, that's also been a, a, a drawback. Yeah, Ron, and, yeah. and and Ron will tell you this um, because going into the '06 World Cup, and and we got to ride with a lot of the other, yeah. a, a lot of the English, the, the U.S. media, English U.S. media yeah. from the big newspapers, and and those staff writers, they were they the majority were there on vacation. Yeah, they they weren't even getting paid to cover the event, and they were older. In fact, and and that, and that was that was in, in 2006. And then when I covered the 2010 World Cup, it was basically almost the same faces, you know. Um, but and it's like, but balder and fatter. Yeah, yeah, that that too. And uh, and how much is it going to cost? How much does it cost for them to bring up this Twitter account? Zero. Exactly. Yeah, they just got some low-level dude writing it, writing tweets and stuff. It's, it's basically nothing. I mean, what's what's what's? No, they they have like a staff. They're, they're gonna have a staff of yeah, but they're of people posting around the clock. They actually um, have a, a pretty comprehensive social media. I mean, I, I I'm seeing the guys. Uh, you know, I've talked I've talked to uh, Beto Guadarrama a few times. He's a good guy. Um, they have they have a pretty. I'm not say robust, but I mean they they have they have enough to handle what they need to do for sure. So I'm sure that that, that this is just you know they're 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 adding on. I mean and, and again, I guess my point is is that when 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 Chicharito goes to to Leverkusen within five minutes, Leverkusen has Leverkusen underscore es on the Twitter. You know they'll have a Spanish language Facebook page. Uh, I just I, I guess I just don't understand why why it's taken uh Femex Foot and, and DMX for that matter so long to understand that they have an audience in this country that doesn't just spe- speak Spanish. Because there's no benefit, I don't think. Uh, how, how can how can a new market not get it? This is that big. 
Well, it's, Ron, it's what was that? What was that number you said again? It's not 30, even 30, 36 million. Yeah. Something, yeah, yeah. You got to take. Got to take. There's, there's, there's a huge chunk of that that's that's no nowhere near interested in football. Oh, or, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm not saying that they're going to get all 36 million, but I mean, if they get an additional, and then you got to take 10 percent. I mean, they already do. They already do get that. I mean, and and that's with not even trying. Now, now they're starting to try a little bit. I think it's going to go up. Yeah, so I mean, so I think the the benefit is you know it's there. It's not it's not a huge deal though, and the cost that they're putting into this is very small. So so why not do it? Why not bring finally bring it in? Uh, I think Tom has put a lot of pressure, and then you know the other guys have put a lot of pressure. If if we were getting like two thousand uh, viewers on this show every every week, and 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 Footmix Nation. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hang on, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to pump the brakes there on you, on you cheekies. <laughs> Are you saying we don't get to, we don't get at least two thousand viewers a show? Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to double check those things. Yeah, and then Mexican soccer show is getting like double or triple. Then I'd be like, okay, this is some serious business, but but that's not that's not the case. So, but but cheekies, the, the the problem though is that you know for you to to you you have to be. And and I wish I wish this would have happened, you know, back in in '03 and '04, '05, '06, you know, when because I mean, Hoyle and I we 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 wrote a lot back then, you know. I mean, we wrote a lot. We did a lot of things for free, you know. Most of the stuff yeah. that I did, most of the stuff that I did for the 2006 World Cup was for free, you know. For yeah. the 2010 World Cup, I, I I did get paid, not much. I mean. When it all comes, I mean, I, I I didn't break even. We went to stuff for Soccer United marketing. Yeah, you would think they would pay us? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we I mean, actually, you know, we were writing for first for their web, you know, their website, the the Interliga website for the Soccer United website and stuff like that. There's a lot of things that we used to do for free. You know. And. Uh, this is what I, I told. I told Lisa whenever we were at the in San Antonio. I said there needs to be an uh, a channel on TV that just covers soccer in English, and it doesn't have to. Well, the majority of it should be Mexican soccer, but yeah. it can be other stuff like Europe, and 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 then there should be shows like Football Picante, various and then Raza Deportiva, and all this different shows with different English providers. My my thing, my thing, and I think this is what's going to happen, and I, and I hope it doesn't. I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I hope that they don't, the first, you know, Mexican show in English, I hope that it's not, it's not a dumbed down thing like República Deportiva. I mean, because, I mean, República Deportiva, I mean, geez, that was, you know. That first one was pretty rough. I, rem- I remember that. It, it was rough, dude. That's, that's why I like the fact, you know, that's why I, I preferred, you know, like back when, what was it, Galavision came about in, 1998, if I recall, and like you know, I used to watch. I, I I preferred watching La Jugada, you know, even even if it was on on tape delay or whatever. It was always prefer, on tape delay. Yeah, I, I prefer watching La, <laughs> La Jugada. Right. And, and and what I did watch live was the uh, Noticiero de uh, Noticiero Televisa de, and stuff like that. Even though it was for five minutes or for ten minutes. I yeah. The worst part to, about it was that you never knew when it was going to come on. I still preferred watching that, and I and I used to watch it, you know, every night. I used to watch that, and I would prefer watching that 
you know, than 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 a Republica Deportiva because to me that was just mind numbing. It was just it was. That's not gonna happen, though, man. You, I you, will never forget the look on Andres Cantor's face, and that I think it was France '98 when Fernando Fiore was like the like the pregame host. And, uh, you know, you know, for them, it was like, like you said, Ron, it was all, it was like, it was just, it was just the sport. It was just the, you know, we're here to, we're here to cover this game and this is what we're going to do. And of course, Fernando Fjord is a little, his style is a little different. He's a little more flamboyant. You know, it's more of a presentation, you know, he's an entertainer and it's more, more, this is more entertainment than it is, uh, sport. They, they treat it like a variety show. Exactly. Exploitation, stuff like that. Yeah, and it was just well, not exploitation, but uh, Mex- exploitation. Exploitation. <laughs> Mexism. But, uh, Mexism. Yeah, and uh, and and ever since then, you know, obviously uh, Cantor and Longo left, and uh, you know, Fiore became the face of Univision uh, for the next, you know, however long up until I guess the 2014 World Cup, even though he wasn't as much of a presence on that one. But but you know, John, it, it was getting them ratings like. Las Senadoras, oh, yeah. sure. You know, having cheerleaders there, and uh, and then and then just they were have people that didn't know about the sport, but but they were like just just there to crack jokes and stuff. That's, that's a different and, era, though, man. Like so was Don Francisco. You, you know, was but, the most. But, here, but but that whole thing about using women to sell and stuff like that that can also backfire because the the guy that the the, the 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 main guy that started soccer soccer mania the the, the the, the magazine who I met who I met in, in 2006 uh, told me that when when you know uh, Editorial Televisa who I think was Leo or, or I forget who who which uh, the publishing house when they had a new director go in there he wanted to start putting more women in, in, in Soccer Mania and it backfired you, you will get a poster you, yeah, yeah, Ron, you, I don't know you remember <laughs> No, they're, those pages are stuck together. I can't, those pages, yeah, those pages are stuck together. So I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, but we're in a different age, though. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a previous age. We're in a, we're, we gotta think, we gotta think of the word millennial. Yeah. You gotta think of young kids and like the way Univision is sort of, and the way Nico does his stuff. Yeah, but Univision has changed completely. That's the way it's gonna be, man. I mean, but it, 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 it's gone. Uh, much back better. much more to the hardcore sports. I mean, they don't do. They oh, don't yeah. do. Uh, I mean, their their payasadas are 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 are, are totally uh, limited. It's millennial esque. It's a different type of style. So you're gonna have like uh, goofy little jokes, and you're gonna have like people. I'll be honest. I don't. I used to watch ESPN Deportes religiously and Fox both. Fox, Fox Deportes religiously. Back when I had you know the, the DVR, I'd watch like 20 minutes of one, and then go back and watch 20 minutes of the other, and just you know just. When they were on at the same time, I, I can't tell you it was the last time I watched one of those shows because I, I watch Univision Deportes Network is my go. That that's the channel I put on when I turn on the TV. It's my it's my go to network. I, I, you know what? I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say that. I mean, I still watch. There, there was a time where I stopped watching Football Picante and I started watching it again. But the only reason I watch it is because because I, I keep reading those you know the the the, the Feigelson tweets, and so. <laughs> That's really the only reason I'll watch clips of football because it's like I, I like it when they when they start insulting Falcons. And that and that stuff scripted is all that, that, the the stupido thing that that was all scripted and fake. But even I mean, even so, man, it's, it's still entertaining. I'd still watch it. You think you think it's uh, scripted? I think I think that was plain straight up scripted, dude. 
Well, the part the part that I can't get past, uh, and 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 then this has been going on forever, is just the uh, the. I mean, they just the the, the fatalism and the, and the negativity to me is just is just always just so over the top. On 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 most of those shows, I mean, it's it's just, and I know it's for theater, and I get that and all that stuff, but I mean, the, 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 that's the part that it's like, oh, come on, guys, you know, get over it. I mean, I'll never forget when Ugo was when Ugo was fired, right? And everybody was on. That was Medio Tiempo. Was you know they were doing like the live blog updates, and they were giving everybody information, and you know, you know, they had the meeting, and of course, the meeting had started late because the guys, some of the owners, hadn't had their helicopter was delayed or whatever, whatever you know, hell it was. And uh, that night was one of the first times I watched Deportes because I just got it on my little cable package. And uh, Jose Ramon and and Huerta and all they were congratulating themselves as as if they were the ones that. That, that caused it to happen. I mean, they were literally patting each other on the back and shaking hands. And going, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are. I mean, they take credit for that stuff. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But I, I think I think with the Liga MX, you know, in English for it, I, I think that. Uh, I think they need to do. I I really and I and I know I've, been, I've I've said this for a long time. Liga MX needs to do like the equivalent of the NFL films, like right. you know th- th- that great storytelling, great film, and stuff like that. And I think for that to happen, I think uh, Televisa, TV Azteca, they're going to have to work together, or else, or or or, or come to an agreement, and, and, but sell it as a product, you know. Because you know, like the you know, like the dude, what's his name, uh, Ricardo Salazar, those Dato Salazar and stuff like that. You know, like Colección Privada. You, you gotta, what they need to do is they need to do a documentary and have Chivo shoot it for a year. You know, they they tried they tried doing it with like the Asanya series, and and I still have those tapes on in, in VHS, by the way. Those are really those are really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. You know, Cleo. I don't know. If they do. If they still have the store, Cleo. But I, they used to have, I think, two, two or three stores, and, and you can get, you know, a lot. They, they had, they had a lot of magazines and and and, 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 and uh, VHS tapes on on just everything from you know Mexican history to you know Mexican you know cooking, football, soccer, everything. And I, I mean, I remember I bought up all their stuff regarding soccer. That was the best uh, part of the uh, when you watch you used to watch La Jugada, was the, when they do the Colección Privada. Yeah, yeah. I went, I was, saw one, and I'm not kidding. It was it was top ten, uh, and I think the, the graphic said "Pases con la Pompis." Yeah. The Cuauhtémoc Blanco. Yeah. So they showed here, 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 ten of his. The fact that he had enough to warrant a top ten of ten, his 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 best ass passes. I, re- I remember, you know, the whole, you know, when Donovan pissed on the field in, at Jalisco. Now, obviously, this was b- before the YouTube and stuff like that. But for the longest time, you know, certain people didn't believe us that, you know, that, that you know, that Donovan pissed uh, on the field. He finally came clean now, you know. Yeah, I mean, I but, saw yeah. it on that show. Yeah, yeah. On... But, but, uh, but like yeah. I said, but then, they, but then they, 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 they hedged it by saying, oh, and by the way. You know, if you think he's the only one that's done this, and they showed a bunch of Mexicans peeing in like in, in, on American fields, you know, just just to balance it out, just to uh, just to balance it out. But uh, you know, on a whole, I think you know that this is I mean, obviously you know, but it's not just for the fans up here. I mean, uh, I mean, there's no reason why uh, 
if if English is as as close to there there is as as the universal language on this planet, you know what I'm saying. Like in Europe, most people speak English as a second language, and the same probably in in uh, in Africa and Asia. There's no reason why Ligamekis can't have more of an English, an English language presence, or, or or the or the national team. It just it just, it just makes good business sense. And Ron, as you're saying, I mean, if, they, if they're going to go through the trouble to do that, then why not do a? I mean, I don't know how how you you guys are, but I used to love watching uh, the uh, the week the the Premier League, uh, you know, weekly recap show. Did you ever watch that show on Fox Sports? Yeah, it was on on Fox even before Fox Sports when it was like on on Prime and you know all the, all the, like HSC and all those channels. Well, what became yeah. Fox Sports? Yeah, it was fantastic. Why can't Liga MX put you know uh, you know put a show like that together, and 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 and, and ship that you know everywhere, you know let you know put it on Eurosport on you know Tuesdays at four. Why not? I hope you know. Because I, I mean so, they're certainly at a crossroads. So did 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 the federation finally launch the the one in English? Because you know. Uh... Yeah, they launched it today. That was part of their big announcement that they had in Los Angeles. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. It's at almost uh, 5,000 followers. <laughs> so who's going to troll them? Oh. <laughs> there, there's one guy that uh, he, I think he listens to the show, this guy named Cesar. He's like a real uh, cynic about the whole MLS and Liga MX. He was, I think he's blocked by like half of the Liga MX English community. <laughs> but uh, he's pretty entertaining in his tweets. Oh, well. Speaking of uh, blocked, I, I, I read that uh, Martin tweeted that uh, Raza Raza Deportiva or Raza ESPN blocked him, and he was like wondering why. Did That's hilarious. It? Yeah, it's like the guy. Like if you read his tweets, I don't, he, he doesn't offend anybody. Yeah, I would have no idea why that would have. Uh... Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's just it's all innocuous. It's uh, it's not it's not like Coel, you know, getting blocked by Chivas, you know, front office. Higuera, Higuera blocked me, and 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 Al's and Al's uh, mentor, Chivas. Don't make me laugh. Um, I'm forgetting his name. What's what's Carlos the really so? I don't know why that. I, see. I never attacked Albert. I don't know what I could have said. But but you went <laughs> but, but you went looking you went looking to get blocked, didn't you, Joel? Didn't you? With with Higuera, yeah, I was I was not looking to get blocked. I was trying to trigger him, but he blocked me. <laughs> he tried, he tried. Oh, but did you, you know by, what? Did you get blocked by Carlos Albert? I did, and I don't even know what I said. <laughs> that that <laughs> one, I don't even know. I'll talk to him for you. Yeah, and, yeah. And does he still? Almeida? Does he still? Does still spit when he when he gets on one of his one of his tirades? Probably. I, you know, I had said some bad stuff about about um, Almeida, and he never he never blocked me. So I I got more respect for him, man. I went pretty I went pretty hard on him when he first came in, and. You, you, you were hard on the beaver last night, <laughs> <laughs> What did you do? <laughs> what did you? 
You didn't. You didn't. You didn't make it like like about his family, did you? Oh, you didn't bring the family into it. No, no, I was. You, just... you, you weren't like the triad, and like you just. Because when he had first arrived, and he was, they were asking him if he knew, if he knew that there was a coach, like when when you you know did, did you know that the team still had a coach when you accepted to take over, and he's like I didn't know anything, so I was like calling them on that, you know, I was like yeah right dude. Come on, uh, I, I I I put it in this RG speak. I put so some cara rota, which, that to them means that you're like a shifted dude, like you know someone that steals. <laughs> wow! But, so but that was early on, man. This weekend, you uh, you're you're not expecting uh, your Chivas to. Uh... To take, no, to, take, I, to take the full three points. No, my my, because I I did I did a rundown right before the Santos game. I did like a a big rundown of how, how I like I, I did my list of predictions how they were going to do against uh, Santos, Querétaro, Puebla, Pachuca, um, America. I mean Pumas and America. So the first four games, I I got him. I got him right. Um, <laughs> I put they were only going to get uh, two points, which yeah, they did. Um, and I put I I I have them as not get not getting any any uh, points. But this was a few weeks back, you know. I, I think that the we have to be aware how how t- things can change from one week to the next. So you right. can have a team that that's on fire, like. Like that was Pumas when I when I first did the when I first did the predictions. Pumas was like in first place. Uh, they still, they've looking, only dropped the third. Now let's not pretend that they're like falling off the cliff. Come on. No, no, but they did lose two in a row and against opponents that are not very strong. So I, I have to yeah the Veracruz match take was that into rough. And, <laughs> and, then, and then I will say this about about, about Tijuana and for whatever reason, Chiquis can back me up. Pumas just sucks all kinds of ass when they go to when they go up to Tijuana. They are just terrible. <laughs> terrible. I think they've won once in their entire history in Tijuana. They just they do not play well there. Yeah, so I'm not sure why that is. So I, I had Chivas not getting any points at Seu. I, I think now that a point is possible, they they could they could edge out a point which does them no good. They already lost eleven at home. I mean, you know, your Chivas. At this point, they have to make about so twenty-five points. You need twenty-five points to qualify to the league. They're at six, so yeah, they getting getting one point here and there is not going to help them. And then they host America, where Chivas just uh, Almeida's record against America is not it's not that good. Um, so I I could see I could see another tie there, but. I mean, I'm not saying that they can't win. I'm just saying the odds, the odds of the other teams doing better is greater than. So, yeah, I, I put my original, which I'm, I'm still, I have to say, is, is no points. But I've seen just some of the changes I've seen recently. I, I put them up to maybe two, getting two points at, you know, at most. Joel, why, why do you hate Chivas so much, Joel? No, no, why, I, I why don't. Do you tor- why do you why do you torture yourself? Like wait, this? I, I can't say that. You know, you can't 
that's what I hate. I did, I did say that they're going to, if they don't win the, the CONCACAF, they'll, they'll be in the final. And, oh, man, they're going up against an America or a Tigres. I, I heard you guys talking about that earlier in the show before I logged on. And, yeah. and, and But but the one thing that is going to work in Chivas' favor is that, you know, the other teams are going to be more concentrated in, in the league. Right. You know, when they have to choose, they're obviously going to choose the league. And even Tuca, he said... He said before the match how they had an obligation. But if, if you follow Tuca's career, he's always, to him, the, the league's always been the top priority. And I remember like in 97, he, he took Chivas out of the Libertadores. It was 97 or 98, I, I can't remember. But that's when it was invite. And he's like, we don't have the squad to compete in both. We're, we're not going. Um, well, that's not a problem that he has now at uh... – <laughs> At, at the, yeah. now, now I have to ask you, Joel, is, uh, is, is, is Chivas, they're still at the, they're, they're still at Elvis level that they, they have not, they have not approved. Now, for you folks that don't know what we're talking about, a few weeks ago, we, we decided that Chivas has three levels of play. They have the Elvis level, the, it, it kind of sounds like Guadalajara, but you're not sure. And then, you know, if they get a little better, we will give them up. Where, where you, you know, it's it's still a little, it's still a little shaky, but you at least you recognize what it is. And then ultimately, <laughs> when 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 they start playing well, you know, they get the full. Uh... When they when they when they start. When they start playing well. So, so those, snap, those, are, those, are, those are the three, uh, the, the three. So, so Profe, I'll have you, to ask. You summoned him with, with the three, with the three yeah. notes. Yeah, with, 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 uh, <laughs> Profe Juan Riva joins us from Long Beach. Profe, and we, we established this, and, and I know that you keep an eye on your Chivas more than the practically just about anybody. So, so we'll have to ask you, Profe, is, uh, is, th- th- this is, uh, level one. Right, and then we have level two. <laughs> and then, of course, we have you know level. We have we have the the level three. So, where where are where are where are they? Well, first of all, I just want to say good evening to this uh, uh, distinguished and esteemed uh, group of gentlemen and. Uh, Saludos al Brujo Mayor that was giving his predictions uh, the last few podcasts. Um, or, it's not, uh, but, you know, I'm always at number three, man. I don't care. They could be having the worst season. So, exactly, man. Exactly. Oh, man. They could be wearing, their, their stripes could be like, uh, you know, uh, dark, dark blue and white. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm still at number three. Well, you're a you're a sunshine pumper. Yeah, that is that is some serious uh, some serious delusion there. I think. Hey, no, dude, I mean, a... they're, they're turning the corner, dude. They're turning the corner. They're, they're, they're... <laughs> oh, you're like you're like Redgata when he said, "Oh, we're gonna our next game. We're gonna show you what we're really made of." And what's their next game? See battle. <laughs> you, you, you know you know what, you know what, what what has me worried, and we had this uh, discussion. Uh, you know. Talk with Jolie the other day in one of the uh, the, the super secret Chivas chats. 
yeah, one of our, you know, secret Chivas chats that uh, the, the Cantera, the, the problem with Chivas is going to be to stay competitive. They got to have a really strong uh, uh, youth academy. And right now it seems like, uh, you know, other clubs that, that don't depend so much on their on their homegrown talent are are being more successful. Um, if you look at, uh, I think one of the, the, the last call-ups uh, for, I think, the U15 team, there was like five Atlas players there. And, uh, you know, there wasn't as many Chivas uh, players. So, you know, we, we got to crank up the production. Yeah, and, and recently we were getting the young players from from other clubs. So, you know, took took some players from, from Leon and then recently from Santos and the, like the kid from Querétaro. Um, so, yeah, before that would be... A, Players coming out of from our youth system, now we, the club has been getting them from the other teams. I mean, uh, at this point, we don't ha- we don't even have a, a, a Pinita Arellano to be disappointed in, you know. And, and not only that, but but but, but <laughs> one, one of mess. the one of the last joyas, <laughs> Eric and Cubo Torres like, is doing the rubber dance in Seoul. They didn't score a goal recently, did John. The robot dance last night. Yeah, it's estreno. What did you say about Kubo? Say, estreno. Yes, I, I said Kubo is doing the, the 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 robot dance in Seoul, and he and he did it last night. One of one of the one of the joyas of the of the cantera chiva. See, hmm. not good, not good prospects, man. Whatever happened? You know, like gone are gone are the days of Enado Medina, where you know he was a talent good enough to be. To be disappointed in, you know. Exactly. Well, or, he he but... he got he debuted at seventeen, and then he and I saw the game. He he got fractured pretty bad. It was against Irapuato, and it, he almost ended his career. So Benavides then... is, is the kind of player. It's like he shows you just enough to uh, overly to overly inflate your expectation of, of, of what kind of player he should be. He's still, he's still, he's still, um, he won the league title with Chivas. He had that, he was part of that team with Buffalo. He, he played a, you know, he played his role in that team. And, uh, he was really good with, um, so it was Medina and Bravo. And, and they used, they used to be, go out of town and drink. So they used to call him, uh, Peberto Medina and Tomar Bravo. They're drinking buddies. They're, did you, ever, did, you ever, uh, did you ever have Can't a few Gracielas uh, with... Uh... I think Gullit would have been perfect right there. Yeah. With those guys. He, he missed it. Did... Uh... Missed it by a couple years. So, so you're you're saying that the, 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 there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's only a matter of time before before Chivas breaks through. No. You, you, know, you know what, no John? Uh, we, we talked about this. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got uh, snuggling up next to another girl, you know, and you know what happens. Uh, gets- well, I, I think the whole falling falling off with Higuera, I think that whole caused some problems with with the team. Uh, that, that's why I changed my stance because before before last before um, yeah la- last tournament, I was saying that Chivas was going to bounce back. And they were going to have a better season. And then I saw all the internal problems, and I was like, "Scratch that! 
we're not gonna have a good season, but we'll have a good, uh, you know, Concacaf uh, Champions Cup. And so, so I do think it was a bit of the falling off between uh, Almeida and Higuera and and also Vergara. And uh, so now they're saying that Higuera owns a part of the team. He's not majority owner, but they're saying that you know he has some stock in the team. Have they have they finished paying off the, the De La Torres, Jolie? Yeah, no, they 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 paid him off. Hey, what did they? Hang on, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, inter, inter, interject here. But uh, first of all, I can't find it. Every time you do this to me, I can't find my, <laughs> the little the the music I play. Oh man! Shoot. I don't know what I did with it. What? How many buttons do you have there, John? Well, I, so I have I have different pages. So I have like I have enough that I have like 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 a couple of pages worth. Are you pages, man? See, I'm 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 thinking the old school when you have this like this board with all buttons. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> no, not that one. It was it was it's this one. Is that so? Well, who made you pump in this dump? Huh? Yeah. And we can't we, we, we can't you can't you can't, you can't come in. No, well, well, go ahead, but hijack the show with level five Chivas chat. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 go ahead, go ahead. What, 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 what's your question? No, well, you know what? The other thing is that um, I mean, are, are we being a little bit like uh, hypersensitive to the situation? I mean, if you look at Chivas, the way they play, the way they. They maintain their style uh, throughout the games. Uh, they enjoy majority possession. I mean, they, they've been unlucky to not finish, you know, but they're there. They're knocking on the door constantly. You know, they're creating opportunities for their players to score. So to me, it's just, I mean, it's just a matter of the, you know, the, the balls starting to fall in. Uh, I think that there was uh, El Chol or... Uh, yeah, you know, Choli. He, he was, Jolie was, was was sharing some stats where Chivas is like number one in the league for expected goals, um, number of shots, shots on goal. Uh, you know, there's like three three or four different categories. Uh, and unfortunately, for you, that, that that's great that that, that that those numbers reflect that. Unfortunately for Chivas and Chivas fans, there's there's a stat that's that's a little more important where they're like they're like 16th, and that's points. <laughs> Point. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but that's a result. That that's a byproduct of of what's happening in the games, right? That's not a that's but, not but a primary stat. You, that's a second. That's a secondary stat, John. As as far as I'm concerned. But but you know yeah, what they they I mean, haven't. It's a, it's a it's a byproduct of of everything else that goes on. But but you know what the so, stats sometimes they could be a bit misleading. So against against uh, Pachuca, they had the majority of corner kicks. They had twelve. 12 or 13 corner kicks and only one of those was dangerous. So, I mean, they, your, they could have had your, 20 your, more corner kicks and lots of them scoring were still going to be pretty low. Right, but that's still not a... I mean, that's a... that's a, that, The number of corner kicks you get in a game can vary. How you execute them, of course, you know... It can vary, so I think uh, I mean that's an important point as far as Chivas should be 
executing them a little better. So you're saying that because of the fact that Chivas has... I mean, I'm, I'm basing it on you saying that they're poorly executed and they're yeah. dangerous supporters. Well, where, well my but, take no, is... I'm basing the premise, it on your point of view. Go ahead, Juan. Go ahead, Juan. Well, just my take is this. The teams know that Chivas is pretty poor in, you know, in, 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 in scoring. So a lot of times they just let them have the ball. Like, we'll get you on the counter, you know? Right. But, but, like, but, but, Domino but, Falso. The profit's premise is, is that despite the fact that, 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 that Chivas <clears> has <throat> a very small number of points, uh, their, 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 their amount of points is, is, is almost next to zero, you know, six. That they've, they've done, they've, they've shown enough on the field that, that it's only a matter of time before, before they start, before they win, they go on, on a 10 game winning streak. I mean, I mean, look, look, John, if, if the, if the, you know, if the, if the house was falling apart, the roof's on fire and, you know, we better, you know, you need to be ringing the fire alarms Then why are they, why are they? Leading these other stats that that show that they've been a dominant team. Why are they? Why aren't the players just? I mean, if, if the if the morale is so bad, why? I mean, it should be seen on the field, and it really isn't. You know why? It's because they're saying, "Hey guys, man, I know that we we hate each other in here, but I don't think, <laughs> I don't think we're brothers. We're Chivas." There was there was an article so, yeah, from Ar- from Argentina when when Almeida was was at Racing. And they were calling them uh, the the best the best team of the worst ones, you know, because he's I think Almeida's always had entertaining entertaining brand of football, but they you know his they wouldn't win much, and and yeah if is if you look at it his record it is not that good and and especially at home if you go through the seasons he he doesn't have that good of a home record. Yeah, ultimately, that's, that's what terrible, you need. Terrible at home this season. Yeah. They were terrible at home this season. In fact, in fact, they've, they've had a terrible. I mean, if they, Hoyt, I know that you're a, you're a proponent of the long season season, like the one season yes. season. If Chivas had the one season season, I think they would be in in seventeenth or eighteenth place right now. We would be fighting relegation. And you would be in the in the middle of a, <laughs> a major relegation cloud of. Yes, it would it would be very rough for for Chivas and their fans right now because relegation. There's, just, there's no you, drama. If you, right if you now. watch the games, if you pay attention to to what happens in the game, dude, you couldn't pay I me. Mean, Chivas has just been unlucky. <laughs> they they've deserved a lot more out of the games. You know, they they haven't gotten it. They've been unlucky. They've been you know they've had some injuries to star players. Um. You know, Man. they had no signings for the back line. I mean, you had a bunch of, uh, of players that shouldn't be there. They're, you know, they don't that's, have the quality, that's but just, they're there. This is that's just that. Yeah, no kidding. They had the whole deal, deal with, with Alanis. <laughs> I mean, the, what, what, could, what could they do? Like, bring in somebody like Chepo? Oh, uh, guarantee he's, he's playing the Chepo card now. he has grown an Almeida sympathy mullet to go along with uh 
I'm trying, trying to show, to show how much, how much, how much he and Almeida are, 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 are like brothers. You know, you know how much Almeida has been worrying at Chivas. He started losing his hair, and 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 there's <laughs> no that that means we would we would not, have not, not only that, but he's not putting as much product <laughs> in his hair either. He forget. So, so he's. he's He's letting himself go. He's so distraught. He's letting himself go. But there were some pictures. You, you can see him already. He's, he's, he's balding, man. She was so keep, keep being unlucky, man. He's going he's gonna to be looking like Hogan, man. It's... Uh... Man, I, I got to tell you, Juan, man, you come out here and, and you are guns blazing, man. You, you are... It it, it 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 is it, it is pretty. You don't need a you need a little warm up time, and you just come out and just blast us. It's great. Wait, wait. I I, I, I want to know. I want to know. Camberrayas, uh, profes, profes take for Chivas games against Pumas and Seu, and then and then the big classical at at the Akron. Six points. Six two wins, huh? Oh yeah, Joel, is there is there is there a nickname for the uh, for the Akron now? Does anyone call it? Uh, that, not yet, man. Yeah, you haven't heard one yet. <laughs> no. I mean, look. Uh, the, I don't the even know what that is. Classical, hey? It's regardless of form, right? It's whoever brings the biggest, for the biggest, uh, you know. No, I agree. Balls, you know, so I mean, regardless of form, if you've been losing, and I, I honestly, I don't think their form is bad. I think they're just they're not getting that bounce. They're not getting you know that lucky bounce for the ball to go in. They're not, you know, but they're they've been efficient. I mean, they're getting there. They just but, haven't. But I mean, America's been pretty in, efficient as well. You know, sometimes the ball doesn't want to go into the net. Oh. Yeah, no. See, the thing we're here, we have one team where you're hoping that they are efficient against a team that is efficient. Exactly. Well, unde- undefeated as well. Um, so I like to go with the odds, John. So they're against they're against my goats. That's not to say they can't win. I'm just saying their chances of winning are slim. Yeah, uh, Cambia Rayas is. Uh, he's is, he's lighting uh, candles, man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's saying prayers. He's back. How many do you give the rosaries in your hands and he has on the your coach shrine? <laughs> Did you have like a like a like a like a little pony boy harness of of of, of rosaries when you when you watch Chivas games? To go along with all the candles that you light. Hey, you know what? Um, speaking of uh, uh, voodoo, voodoo dolls and all that, uh, uh, I was watching a Carlos Vela uh, interview. I-, I don't know if you guys saw the ESPN FC interview with uh, that 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 panel of uh, the where he's talking. I guess uh, he's talking about being in LA and, right. and all these other. I don't know if you guys saw it. Where his main point, I don't know if you guys talk about it already, but his main point was that as far as the national team is concerned, that he's going to be uh, hitting his peak at the right moment, you know, at the World Cup. He goes, normally, you know, like all the players in Europe, when they're in Europe, they don't play. Boom, that sounded like he took a shot at uh, at uh, Raul Jimenez and uh, and all these other guys, all these other bums. Yes, uh, he's delusional. There's so much, and, there's so and, much and delusion. And he says, "Hey, you know, because in, in in Spain, I'd play the whole season. I'd be tired by the by the you know by the time the World Cup comes around. But you know what? I mean, part of it's true, Beto, because 
like the English players, any player that plays in in the English Premier League, man, they're they got a really grueling season. You know, they play. Yeah, three, they're wiped out by the time they get to the World Cup. Yeah, they're you know they're depleted and uh, and uh, I, I think Spain? with the Liga, it's maybe the what calendar the isn't as national team, the German national team. Well, I think that that used to happen to the Spanish national team all the time when they won the World Cup. Are they depleted? Well, of those teams. Well, let's look at look at the German national team. The base of their players are playing in World League. It's a pansy excuse, man. Hey, no, it's it's a it's a real it's delusional it's because a real factor. You you can't just dismiss it because you think it, it's but, not manly to to be tired. I, I'm in no. my opinion, you know. Pace yourself, <laughs> pace yourself. If you know a World Cup's coming, your teams are gonna here's, here's the the the, the, the wants to be on the same level feet level. The, the dirty little secret about the World their, Cup. Who pays their paycheck, bro? Everyone is in the same situation. The people in Europe are in the same situation as Carlos Vela. And, and this is, this is coming from a national team coach and players who are bragging about having the best offseason of their life when Gio dos Santos. And now we have Carlos yeah. Vela talking did about. You, did you not see Gio's six pack? Yeah. The Gio tres, Gio tres Well, anyways, I mean, that was Vela's point that he's going to be, he's going to be hitting his peak in form at the right time. That, that's ridiculous. So I think it sounds like that Russell Beto a little bit. It's correct because we're we're going into like a whole atmosphere of delusion and unbelievable statements that we're taking as <laughs> from Osorio. Just because he's head coach, he's like, we 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 can't we don't have a seven zero like fresh in our memory to to slam the dude anymore. So now we're gonna believe this stuff is like like best off season of his life. You know, there could have been another seven zero with Germany. There, I think they took their foot off the gas, right? That could have easily been another seven zero. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, there's. But I, I think they were a little bit like, hey, you know what? Let's not get Osorio fired. Let's let's take our foot off the pedal because maybe you know three points are in the bag as long as Osorio's there. You know, I, I've been uh, wondering yeah. about that. Sure, but sure. I'm, I'm glad you came on because uh, I, I did want to ask you uh, a question about the the latest uh, you know U.S. soccer presidency, and now that they've got this new guy elected, who. Was what what the vice president of the previous regime? So it's not. I mean, uh, no no big surprise here. But I mean, I mean, do do, do what is it going to take for 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 U.S. soccer? Or, or I guess let me ask you: Can U.S. soccer change in the way it's set up right now to to deliver results, or or, or what would have to change in order for that to happen? Um. Well. I guess the first thing what, what I know about this this new president is that he wasn't officially endorsed by Gulati, so I don't know if, if he's gonna, you know, now instead of uh, of dotting his eyes, he's gonna draw a circle. Like that's gonna be the only change. Yeah, little you hearts. Know? Yeah, he's gonna put little hearts maybe instead of dotting them, or you know, maybe his T's are gonna be the the cross is gonna be wavy or something. You know, right? Um, I, John, you know, it, it, I mean. They they changed a lot in their in their youth, uh, in the way the younger ages play. They they um, uh, they copied the system that's in I think it's in Spain where at, at the like under under ten under nine the youngest ages they play. There's less players on the field. The, the field's a little bit uh, wider horizontally, vertically. It's not as long. Uh, and then then when you age up to the next uh, uh, age group. You now you have uh, there's two more players so now it becomes nine v nine, and 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 this was under this was under Gulati I think they implemented this two three years ago they 
they did a few changes. Um, I think I think they're waiting to, to they're gonna wait a few years to see what the results of those changes are. Um, before they they start changing more stuff, but realistically, John, they're never gonna match the rest of the world. They just can't, dude. Uh, when you have when you take a, let's say a fourteen year old, you know, in Spain, you know, he can he can join Barcelona's residential program. When you take a fourteen year old in Mexico, he can join Pachuca, Santos, or any of the number of residential programs to to develop to work to become a pro. You take a fourteen year old in in in, in uh, you know in Texas, and what is he thinking? You know, he's thinking armadillo boots, cowboy hat. He's gonna go to the next square dance, right? He's not thinking, hey, I gotta work eight hours a day to to become a pro. You know, what and, what, what part of Texas is this? Just, anyway. just, oh, yeah, just oh, that was savage, dude. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, like, well, look at Jolie, dude. Instead of playing pro, he like grabbed his surfboard. You know, and no, like, I, I was. It was bad timing for me, man. I, I came of age, uh, football wise, and I'm telling you, I man. missed out. There was no MSL, and MLS was still a few years from starting. So I missed the boat, man. Sometimes it's you're you're born on the right time. You know, the timing gotcha. is right. And, you didn't yeah. miss the boat, bro. The boat missed you. The boat you. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man. Brofit comes on and he just... <laughs> you, fuck you, fuck you. Hey, I, but... John. It was the well, structure that fucked him up, you know? I, I want to I wanna ask something to Profit because it's something that they were talking about uh, <laughs> prior to the elections. And they were trying to, I think... I feel that they were trying to make it an issue where they were saying that the Hispanic community gets overlooked. So my question to you is, do you feel it gets overlooked or do you feel that Hispanic community, we don't do enough, like we don't do what we should, we're not well organized. And a lot of times we don't, we, we don't like, like we don't give importance to certain, like, like when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends that wouldn't even try to play for the school team. They would just play in, in, Whatever Sunday league, amateur Sunday league, like their family was in. No, you know what? Uh, I think they, I think they do overlook, <laughs> uh, but but it's a result of the type of player that they're looking for, or that they value. You know, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I, I, I want to think that it's not like some kind of institutional um, uh, programming where it says, "Hey, we just want to, we, we want this, this mold." Um, because I mean, in the past, you know, the year their youth teams have called in a a a, 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 a very pool of players, but generally you get a lot of uh, you know, like the tall, athletic, athletic types, and and it doesn't matter what their background is. Uh, like for example, you know, I guess you're kind of alluding to Jonathan Gonzalez, where he was neglected, and I mean, I you know, if if it depends on your point of view, but U.S. soccer is not. I don't think they're they're being. Uh, well, I- Wait, wait, I don't, I don't the, think... The scouting network is large enough to where they, they're scouting, like, every nook and cranny. What? Like, let me tell you wait, something. But, but, but wait, before you go, before you go, Profe, okay. I don't think yeah. he was neglected um, because he was actually in their youth teams. I mean, I just think well, it got to after, the point where he had he a... Was in, yeah, but he was still... He was still... in Monterrey, though, right? Before, before he went to Monterrey, he wasn't in their pool. He was called up, right, once he was there. 
Yeah, but I'm sure he was on the radar, you know. I, I think ultimately he just he no, was in I a mean, position that he could choose and that, and he a, just chose Mex. No, he he wasn't on the radar as much as he should have been. Yeah, I mean, I think that's saying they're on the radar. I think that's pretty vague because every player that's like in the system, like playing youth soccer, they're technically on the radar. They might get seen at a tournament, but maybe, I mean, maybe there's too, you know, they don't have the resources to, to really look at the players. Yeah, but if he had been called but, up, but, but regardless of any of that, regardless of oh. any of that, Profe, you made a comment this week that I thought, frankly, trumps everything when it comes to youth soccer. And oh, what did I say? <laughs> you, said, you said it. I'm paraphrasing, but you said the coaching sucks. I mean, that's what it boils down to. The the coaching sucks. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it really just. I mean, if, if, if so, you know, the co- if the coaching sucks, whether they neglect the well, you know uh, that's true. That's that's very true. The Hispanic market or not, or whatever, the, then yeah, you know, which which also if you really the, look at. At some other country, the like coaching sucks. The the 95 percent of the coaching sucks. Um, the player selection is very questionable. Um, that, now, that, now, yeah, now like I, I want to interrupt real quick. Now, the reason that uh, if you, if y'all don't know, Profe is is actually uh, he is a youth soccer coach. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, is this part? And I'm serious. He's part of an academy. For the folks who don't know, don't know, so it's, it's not like we're just asking him and just giving us his opinion willy nilly. I mean, this is something that he experiences on a daily basis. Please continue, bro. I, I thought you were going to say he's part of the problem since he's one no. of those coaches. No, I would never say that about that. <laughs> Look, I would never say that about Profe. I've never we seen Profe coach. To my own horn, but every player that's played with me, they're, they're always a better player. Uh, once they land on a new team, the, the, the coaches will tell them, hey, you know, I like the way you play. You're my favorite player. Four, four months down the line, they're telling the player, hey, what happened? How come you don't play how you used to play? We've posted uh, videos of your coaching you know, techniques on the Facebook page. Yeah, don't act like you're not that's a good stuff, dude. Good stuff. But, uh, um, I mean, that's, it, it is what it is, you know. that That's the state that, it, that it's in for now. And So why why does um, the coaching – I mean, the coaching can be better, but but it's just uh, – but because there's I – mean, who benefits in, in, in the U.S. soccer John. system, the coach or the player? Who benefits? Oh, the player, well, exactly. man. Exactly. Who's the who's the customer? You have to look at the system. Who's the customer of the system? Right. The parents are the customer. Right. If you go to any other country, the 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 customer is a professional club, so they're gonna set everything up uh, to produce either to sell, like in Argentina, to sell players because that's how they keep the clubs afloat, or or to develop uh, uh, uh you know the gems like uh, you know or Porto Porto sells, Netherlands sells, uh, Barcelona's just you know. Uh, I mean, it just depends on the customer. Here in the U.S., the, the the customer is the parent. Now, does the parent have the the knowledge or the understanding to differentiate between good coaching, bad coaching, okay coaching? No. So the only thing they use is is uh, hey, how many shiny things did you win last year? You know, show them show them to us. And the way it's set up here, the you can win by just playing kickball. But they recruit. Um, they recruit and, like two or three really good players, and, and those exactly are the ones winning it for the. <laughs> get a good goalie. Get two good forwards. Kick the ball to the forwards. The rest of your team defends uh, strong. Win the fifty fifties. I mean, it, isn't that how U.S. soccer, uh, how their national team also plays? 
not 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 as a criticism, but as a as, as a yeah, you of you, fact, no? you pretty much pegged them pretty good. Strong goalkeeper, you know, the rest of the team are are pretty good at roughhousing, winning fifty fifties, and then they'll have a a pretty good a pretty good striker. And that's that's what Alexi Lalas was talking about, I think, when he made his controversial diversity statement, where some people aren't <laughs> some people aren't going to make the team because they don't fit the idea that the coach is trying to push. Like if if US wants to be like a, a Germany type of type of team, they're not going to hire or they're not going to call up like five foot seven Mexican or Hispanic player midgets. They're going to call up these huge <laughs> corn fed tall. <laughs> That can head the ball or or intimidate somebody as center backs or whatever. So you're saying if you eat a lotte, you're gonna be really tall. A wind stare down, exactly. <laughs> by, by by corn fed, because because if I eat from the lotero man every day, yeah, is that gonna help me? You go to the lotero every day, Colin. <laughs> no, what, you, I, you can stay in corn fed. So I'm guessing the lotero comes was, by. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what it was, uh, Albert. What? What? We lost. We lost. Uh, we lost he's, the on the chi- he's on the Chivas feed. Well, well, apparently the, the Chivas, Chivas feed has come to us uh, because oh. one of the uh, one of one of one of the goats of the north has joined us. Uh, uh, Rigo Raton Ayala joins the chat. How's it going, gentlemen? It's been a long time. Uh, he's uh, Raton Ayala. How's it going? I mean, actually, aren't, aren't all Ayala's nickname Raton? I, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask my father. Uh, He's probably like five foot four, huh? No, I'm actually six foot. Um, so I'd probably be like a rat. Now we have to since since you have come on, uh, Rigo. We have to ask you is as we ask our others is 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 uh, uh, well, what you saw from Chivas? Are they are they are they, are they still at the? No, no, we're not there. Oh, so you said they, they, they've moved on. They've moved on to... Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Really? Oh, it's yeah. It's so we have, we have Joel who says that, uh, that, that, that Chivas is here. <laughs> and then, then Rigo just said that, that Chivas is here. And, and of course, Profe says that, that Chivas is here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that, what, what, that, classification. that, that, that is a, I, I can't think of a better way to describe Chivas fans. Right? That is a, wait, that, the, the, the one that I picked is the one, is the one in the middle? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I'm with Hoel right now. Oh, so you, so you think it's, uh, Elvis. You think it's Elvis. Yeah, yeah and oh, it. Oh, that's the wrong Interesting. Yeah, okay. things are in the, Things are not going well. So, so you expect things to con- to, to to continue to not go well this weekend? I don't know what I expect this weekend. I mean, I'm still like, there's still some optimism within me because the Pumas has lost their last two games, but we just we can't score. We I mean, we could barely score on these Dominican teams. Granted, this Dominican team is basically part of La Masia. And, you know, they, they were very well prepared. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we can't score. It's, it's bad. 
You you know what they they were treating this like a World Cup game, man. This is the closest they get to uh, having some really big match. No, I mean, they even I, made... thought, I thought they would tire out like like after a while, and they weren't. They were they they were they were, they were pressuring the whole time. I mean, I mean, the, five on them, man. The goalie the goalie did stop a few, but we just we just couldn't score. And there's there's definitely a lack of a lack of uh, goal scoring that is just really evident right now. Matias Armeo looks like he's just at his wits end at this point. We all are. Joel said that it's he's going bald right now. So, so I mean, he's, he's losing hair over over. over. Like he looks like he, like he looks like he's aged like Obama at the end of his <laughs> administration. And that was eight years, and he was you know, yeah. leading the free world. This guy's just leading Chivas, and it looks like. <laughs> yes, he has pillows under his eyes. Those bags are so big. Yeah, it's just he doesn't know what to do. We are. Uh, I, we, guy, we wanted to coach him. <laughs> I mean, I, I still want him to coach because I, I don't think it's it's his tactics that are not doing it. It's the, the fact that players aren't putting away their opportunities. Are 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 Chivas still on red alert? What? Chivas fans still be on red alert? Uh, yeah, I think I think if really? we can't if we can't get if we can't get a win this week, then you might as well just tank the rest of the season and play for the Conca Champions. Yeah, exactly. Which I think I think the plan was to try and win today, like convincingly, which they didn't do, but uh, or, or get a, a decent score line so that they could play all subs next week and then go into a Clasico with all the starters. I think that's what the plan was. Yeah, but oh, but, I see what you're saying. But um, I mean, I think I think they did enough to to advance in the Cup of Champions. But if they can't win versus Pumas this week, then I think they just need to focus on on the Cup of Champions. See, go ahead now, now because because both of you guys are, are are thinking the same way. You know, then I think that Joel, you should you should you should revise your your your, your <laughs> prediction to to a, to a Pumas win. <laughs> Over Wait, I do so have... it'll, actually, it'll well, your other prediction. Well, no, my original prediction because I made um, I made um, I made I made my predictions about a month a month ago of of, of the games that they had left. No, so, I understand that, but but you're saying that but but you're saying that that that, that screw this, the season's done. Go for oh the, yeah, so, yeah. So 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 by by losing to Puma, so your prophecy. Would 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 then would then come to pass? Yeah. No. Even even if they did win, it's still pretty tough. They were, they still they still got some complicated matches, and they they already lost too many points at home. Just eleven. They would have to go like on a five game winning streak. Well, there's nine games left, right? Is it nine games or eight games? No, they have to win more than that. I mean, you need you need twenty five points to qualify. They need, to, they need to win at least seven games. Yeah, you have to be all wins. So it's so they're gonna much... have to go on on a major tear. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, and, and 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 hope that other chips fall. You know, which they can in League MX, but it's it's a lot. I mean, I'll be happy if we beat America this year. Imagine this. What? Imagine this scenario: they they lose the the Classical coming up. Yeah. And they, they put all their chips into the Conca Champions. 
and they go, and they, they go, and they go lose to America twice in the Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is a possibility. That is, yeah, that is. Because there's a good chance of they'll meet in the final. Well, that's the only place they could meet in the final, right? Yeah, that would be the final. That would be a, a big ask for, for 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 both teams. Well, the Chivas I think actually has a little bit easier bracket, but America has to go through either Toronto or Tigres. But but see, I think I think this is where where uh, I think America and Tigres are both gunning for the league. Like if they have to choose one, they're going to choose the league. Yeah. So um, you know that that could help Chivas. Uh, if the scheduling is right, when we meet up, when the teams meet up, Listen that, that, to could, you, that could play to their favor. Where they'll, you know, they I could mean, just and, go balls to the wall and, and. And I don't think Toronto's a slouch. <clears throat> no, not at all. I think, I think but Toronto's, Toronto's on the other side of the bracket. On the Chivas side? Uh, I thought they were on the on the Tigres side. Yeah, right. I think they're on the I think they're on the Tigres side because I think if Tigres wins and Toronto wins, they play each other next. Yeah, I thought it was Tigres exactly, and and then and FC Dallas and uh, and, and, and America is is on one side of the bracket, and then Chivas and Tijuana and uh, Sounders and Red Bulls are on the other side. If I'm not mistaken, correct. And the Sounders just lost to Santa Santa Tecla, so they're not uh, Olympia tied New York. I'm actually. I'll, I'll be at the at the at the second leg of that match of this uh, Red Bull. This has an easy, well, uh, easier bracket. So. I kind of like it this way. The, the 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 brackets like this versus doing group stage and then yeah, it seems like it goes through quicker. Yeah, I mean they they still have the group stage, but it's just it's just for all the. Uh... For the minnows, I was gonna say the teams with less resources. No. <laughs> well, that's not true. I mean, it's just it, 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 it just now. I, I personally don't believe that MLS teams should uh, should all get a pass, and not not in or nor should Liga MX. I think that, uh, you know, the you know at least one team should 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 still have to play the. Uh, Play the uh, uh, group stage. In fact, maybe, maybe that should be something that for the winner of Copa and Mekis. You know, like how they used to go to, to the, to the repechaje of the Conca Champions, of the uh, Libertadores and go to the repechaje of the Conca Champions if they win Copa and Mekis. Which it looks like Pumas is uh, is going to advance in. So I think that's the first time that they've made the knockouts in the Conca Champ- in the Copa Mekis. How sad is that? That the, the, the Pumas and the times they played Copa Mekis have not gotten past. Well, the, uh, weren't the they stage. using their their youth teams for that? Uh, well, I mean, they certainly. Uh, I watched the game, part of the game last night, and uh, they had it was it was it was a, it was a mix. It was like a set, like oh, but, but, uh, the Kubos of the world, the second teamers, and some, <laughs> and some no, younger but I mean, guys. Pre- like previous coaches, because I know, I know Palencia was trying to promote some youth guys and. Yeah, he used a, a lot, a lot of youth guys. I mean, and that's fine. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm totally fine with that. I mean, that's that's what. But I mean, if you, you know, you need to give some guys some some field time, and uh, you know, you know, Kubo, Kubo played well last night. He had a goal, so I think that that's uh, that that that's going to work out for 
You know, every time Pumas plays Chivas, I mean, I mean, Pumas, they just don't beat Chivas. It's, uh, it's either a tie at home or a loss on the road. I, I can't remember it was the last time Pumas actually defeated Chivas at Seo. It's been a while. But I don't, I don't, they, they might be inspired. I don't know if you heard the Puma died. Like, like, like the pet that the, the mascot they had. P- Petey the Puma is dead. Yeah, I saw a thing today on record <laughs> that it died. Yeah. So they, they might be yeah. inspired. And they might do it for him. Wasn't he for the pointy ball, though, for the gridiron football mascot? Well, but it's still the same. Still, But I never saw him. Like, you'd think he would be at in the sidelines, you know? They keep him in the locker room for inspiration. Keep... No, it's, uh... <laughs> I'll, have to ask, just, uh... I'll have to ask my yeah, – I should bring on my, my, my friend Jesus, who's uh... – He's the guy that one of the guys that I call the uh, the Longhorn uh, Spanish radio with uh, in American football. He's actually a, is very well versed in the history of college football and a lot of the old stadiums and that. He would be a somebody that could that could give us uh, some uh, education on uh, on that. Well, boys, I want I want to wrap it up. I know we moved on uh, for a while. We we talk about uh, and we we did it at the end of January. This is our last show in February, so uh, you know we I always want to think about and one of the things I used to write about when I was a big soccer is every month, you know, wrap it up. Who's, who's on the 23 right now. And I mentioned earlier in the show that I don't think there's anybody in Liga Mekis that has, that has really done anything to just make Osorio go, man, this, this guy keeps it up. He's, he's going to Russia. There hasn't been anybody that has really just gone bananas in Liga Mekis. So it's looking like our, 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 our 23 from the last group really hasn't changed all that much from, uh, to, to, to this one. No, I don't think so. Joel, no one, no one, no one, no one, uh, no, no one making a chicharito type move. No, none, none. I still none would like to see Henry Martin on the team. He needs to get so, it going. He's got two months. He needs to get it going. I mean, he's he, didn't he score the other night? Uh, he may have scored in the. I don't know if he scored in the Coca Champions or not. I know that he hasn't scored in the league. <clears throat> I know, but how many how many forwards do they take? Five five strikers. Uh, he'll probably take four, so it would be I mean, Chicharito, the, the Jimenez. Well, that's that's the one that I think that we probably wouldn't go. I think I think, I think it'll he be. Let him I, out? I I think the Henry Martin is with between him and uh, and Peralta. Yeah, and they're both America, so America needs it's to be represented. I mean, they they do own the rights, the broadcasting rights. Is is so. Cepillo playing right now? He's not playing. He scored last night in Sabrisa. I, I like Pizarro. No, he didn't score. I thought Peralta did score last night. No, it was Cecilio, uh, Uribe, and Ibarra. Hat trick. The hat trick, yeah, the hat trick from Uribe. Patrick um, from Uribe or Oribe? No, Uribe. No, it wasn't Patrick. It, was it was just a brace. It was do- two from Cecilio, two from Uribe, and one from Ibarra. Peralta did play, though. Okay. So neither Martin nor Peralta scored. Of the five goals that they scored, they didn't get any of them. Neither of them. No, but Martin has five goals so right. far. 
Yeah, but he got those in the first three weeks, and he hasn't scored since. And then one of them was a hat trick, and he hasn't scored since. I've noticed that anytime a Mexican player gets a hat trick, like they don't score for three months. <laughs> it's like they used up their, 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 their we used up all their goals. Juju, yeah, and then they just don't, they don't have enough left, and the, they don't the, the account gets overdrawn. Here, hey, I have a question for you guys, which um, actually got going to be going over to Copa ninety, and we're going to be doing a simulation. Um, we're going to be talking about it for one of their new web web episodes of. Which Liga MX team do you think could compete in the Premier League, and where would they place you know, on the table? Well, off the top of my head, I would say Puebla, and I think that they could probably <laughs> go about fifth. Like, I mean, we're uh, I, I selected Tigres. Just based yeah, on that, talent. That would be my choice too. Yeah, well, where do you think where do you think they would place? I think top, they would place middle. about fifteenth or sixteenth if they, so they, if they escaped relegation, I think it would be a miracle. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, John, forget something. These okay. guys are gonna have to come play their home game at at the Volcan, man. That you is know? true. So if if you had like a but you can't uh, tell me that the Volcan is, is is more intimidating than Anfield or No, no, but but we could have like you you put that match at mid midday. Those guys aren't used to playing at that. Well you don't have you to know? because it's Monterrey. You could play it at seven and it's still ninety five degrees. Yeah. But but I mean that that home advantage the home field also counts, so even a team like like Toluca Maybe not this, maybe not this, but like the, the Toluca with Cardoso and, and, and his crew. Yeah, and, or the Santos with the Getty and Pony Ruiz. Yeah, those yeah. teams would do, they would do, they would hold their own, man. They, they would. I also uh, think tactically, a Tuca, a Tuca coach team going to Europe, I think would, <clears throat> would do well. I don't know if they could compete like in all three. Competitions, say like FA Cup, Community Shield, and the and the league. But I think if they were just doing the league, I think they would place maybe the lower end of the middle, an eleventh. Yeah, yeah. We we tend to like look at their strongest teams, and then we we kind of like just judge based on that. The problem also with this, the way we're doing the simulation, like. In, on this uh, webisode is it's based on FIFA and I feel like FIFA underrates Mexican oh, teams yeah, and, and overrates English teams and MLS and stuff like that. Man, yeah. I won, I won, I won the, the Champions League with, with Pumas on, on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how you got them to qualify, John. <laughs> I can't remember, but uh I mean this was like FIFA oh four. I mean this was a long time ago, I mean don't get me wrong. But uh yeah, I mean I, I had it was it was it was it was great. It was uh I, I think I had uh, uh Thierry Henry and Guatemoc were my strikers. <laughs> what the 
<laughs> yeah, because well, it was one of the things where, where I, I, I was I was so good as a manager that 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 any player would want to come and be on our team. So by the time I was done in my manager thing, I mean my my I I, I was winning games six seven just because I had every every five star player period because they all you were like them. you were like Pep exactly here turn water the old life I think I ended my career in flamenco. Well, you know, and uh, and I had just a crazy day, but it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Actually, one guy that, that on, on the game that I played, I forget what Juan Chop was outstanding. He was he was a really good striker on that. He was on my uh, on my squad for 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 three or four seasons. Juan Chop. I'm not sure why that was. He just was a really good striker in that game. <laughs> that brand. He was a hidden hidden gem. Nah, man, those. Those things are hard to do. The, the like, how would this team do in this league? You know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just it's just hard, just because. Yeah, on paper, the team doesn't look as good. You know, and and it's funny because we used to get that a lot before Mexico started participating regularly in a uh, conmebol. Con so they would say, "Nah, Mexico won't be able to hang." They still say they're, that. They're, 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 no, there's, but I mean, uh, there, there's, there's more respect now, you know? Uh, but, but they ended up, they pretty much have beaten every team and they played two finals and a handful of semifinals. Uh, so that took care of that. But I mean, so it, yeah, it's, it's really tough to say. So when when you simulate this, uh, how, how long does the the simulation process take? I mean, are you actually manually playing the games yourself? Or you no, no, they're the they're gonna they're gonna simulate the whole the whole season, just simulate every game, and then we'll see the results like on the show. Um, I'll let you guys know when it's out. Um, but uh, we we just decided what team to, we were going to use today. Uh, to simulate because they they did one last week with which MLS team would do well in or which MLS team would you pick to be in um, the Premier League and they picked Toronto and Toronto actually relegated based on the simulation of the whole okay. season. I don't need a simulation for that. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think so. I feel like, I feel like that's a pretty strong team. In Toronto, think, in yeah. UPL? And, and that's why I say that Tigres, I mean, honestly, Tigres would, would, would be lucky to escape relegation. Really? I, I feel yeah. like they're, 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 they're a strong team as well. I mean, I mean, Tigres, I think, if I'm not mistaken, has the, uh, you the have highest, three or four players that played in Europe. Well, not just that, it's, but they have, they have the highest salary of, of any team in the Americas, if I'm not mistaken. A uh, soccer team, anyway. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they do have players that played in Europe. I mean, they, they have a, they have a strong team, but it's just, uh, it's uh, I I I mean I could be wrong, but 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 I do think that if, like you said, eleventh, I think you know anywhere from from fourteen to sixteen, I think is where they would be. I mean, It'll West Ham is terrible, and 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 I think they would give Tigres all kinds of fits. But but you know you know John the the whole the home field or not just the home field the climate, and and the, you know because a lot of these teams are used to playing. At night, you know, or, or playing at a more cold climate. Uh, but, but I don't know if you guys remember when, uh, 
Yeah, but I don't think the computers. I do think I do think they're the better athletes, though. I think what? they're better athletes. No, no, they are. But but check this out: when when the um, the club's World Cup was played in Brazil, and uh, Necaxa, they played Man United, and and Alex Aguinaga. Yes, sir, and and uh, it took a free kick goal from uh, from Beckham for the Man U to tie that match up. But they were they were struggling, man. They were having a hard time. Well, I mean, that's in the real world. This is a computer. Is the computer going to take weather conditions oh, no. <laughs> into in, into consideration? No, definitely not. Yeah, and it was really hot. It was hot as balls. Then. No, again, I think I think that tournament. This is a this is an inaccurate way to do it because again, the way the way FIFA does their ratings and and all that right um, isn't isn't really fair, but um. It's, I think it's a cool concept just to like talk about it. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're right, and you know what the ratings that my my to go my to go argument for the whole rating thing is is the Mexico Croatia game from 2014. If you look at if you look at the players that were for Croatia, the teams that were playing at, you know, you had Modric, and then Rakitic who had just signed for Barcelona, but he was rated amongst the best. And, and everyone was just expecting Croatia to roll over Mexico. And, and well, we I took remember that school, guy man. Uh, on, on, uh, <laughs> on Jorge Ramos, the, 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 the Guatemalan guy. What's his name? Uh, ah, yeah. Quito del Valle. Yeah. Alejandro del Valle. And he just for months, he's like, <laughs> like, I don't know how Herrera is going to be able yeah. to hang with with uh Rakitic Never mind Herrera, and, we and gallito in there, and, man. Yeah, and like, like you know, how's that going? Exactly. And, and, and they... they <laughs> Yeah. Seem yeah, exactly. It was uh it was pretty obvious which midfield was better that day. Plus I, I think tactically, like for example Vostigas, Tuka's a good coach where week in, week out he could tactically come up with a game plan to face all these teams. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to compete with the, you know. Could you imagine man. Tuca's grouchy response if they said, Tuca, you're going to play in the Premier League this year? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh my God, what a, what a nightmare. I mean, he, he has a heart attack having to, you know, fly the extra hour to go down to Honduras. You know, and then, like, they're going to make him, you know, fly across the pond every two, three weeks. <sighs> okay. Well, on that note, probably a good time to uh to, to to wrap up wrap up the show but just just so i'm clear and and, and chiquis i want you to be witness here you guys both agree that the best thing for chivas season this weekend is for them is for them to just go ahead and take the loss to the pumas i don't know so i think can... if it i want them to win full but if it happens if they lose then i think they need to go all in on Conca champions scrap the season okay all right let Play the season with the youngsters. Let them get a little fogeo. Let them get some minutes. See what you got, and start building for next year. Because you're probably gonna have to start dealing with the sense all over again if you have a, if you have another bad season. Yep. Understood. And Joel, uh, you're not you're not you're not you got, you've you've moved past the self loathing. You're 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 back on the bandwagon, <laughs> but. <laughs> In fact, and in fact, you 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 mock the self-loathers now at this point, right? Yeah, I, I, you're late to the party, man. Llegaron a barrer. 
You were you were self loathing before. He's been self loathing. He's been self loathing since we won the championship. <laughs> That's right. Well, even before that. No, no, before that, way before that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah. No, I I think uh, I don't see a good outcome. Yeah. I'm not You're saying there. they can't get it. They're surprised, but um, I, I expect them to tie at best. You're the you're the gray bush of of, of self loathing. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, no, ho- I'll tell. I'll tell. Wait, I, I want to tell real when I was self self loathing. It it was in uh, what was it? Twenty thirteen. Wait, was it or was it? When was it? When they? No way. Was it when when they played Libertadores? That um, they. Chile, the Chile team didn't want to play them. Oh yeah, so they had that. The, and then Mexico pulled of, out uh, of the yeah the, the Fiebre Porcina, yeah, yeah. And then they they pulled they pull out of the the tournament. And then Colmebol rewards them with a you know they they go enter the next tournament in in the elimination round. So it's two thousand nine, and then two thousand ten they get that. And yeah, that was yeah. Since then. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, man, and I remember when uh, I was like, "Okay, we get we get a few refuerzos," and I remember Regara says, "Refuerzos are 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 the cantera," <laughs> and then you know how you're allowed to bring in. Comebol allows you, yeah, to bring to bring in, and even for that, they were like, "Nah, we're we're, we're cool." And this and team was lucky, man. This team was lucky in a couple games where the post was like one of MVP for a couple of those games. And we were playing with the with Chivas. She was playing with like the third goal goalie, you know. We had a buffo that was not at twenty five percent and uh they make the final man and, and it it kinda sucks that they they hold it the deal and and uh Chicharo he wasn't there man he they could have and and I always say it like because I remember seeing this with River Plate when they had Hernan Crespo and Parma buys him and, and River Plate was like you know he's not leaving till we play the final and that's that's how he left winning the cup for River Plate and I was like why couldn't we do that man like what was Chich playing around that time that Chivas was playing the final. He was playing the MLS All Star Game, and I was like, what? "I just that just hurt me, man. That that just I'm not saying we would have won, but Chivas' chances would have been greater than." And then he it, went and played been, Chivas. Yeah, he played Chivas at the, at the, at the Zombie Live, like an exhibition, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I, I didn't even care to see those games, you know." Um, so yeah, that's that's when the loading started, man, because. To win, that would have been epic. To win uh, Libertadores would have put Chivas on the map. It would have been historic. Uh, something that we might not even see. Who knows now? So, yeah, just, just yep. thinking about that, man. John, why, why are you opening up old wounds? By the yes. way, I'll be at the, I'll be at the Clasico, <laughs> guys. Are you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, nice, nice. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I bought my ticket a while ago, 
And now so, I kind so of do you fly, it. do you fly to New York direct to Guadalajara, or do you go like New yeah, York? it's direct. Yes, really? it's, it's a red eye. Um, so I, I get there Friday at like six a.m. I was actually, actually going to do Chihuahua this year. I was like, if, if I, even if I go to one game, it'll be worth it. Um, do they, do they still sell Chihuahua at the stadium or? No, nah, I took Pepsi. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, what, 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 what's the beer of choice at the at the at the Akron? I don't Chupador. remember. I think I was drinking. I think I was drinking Azteca de Oro last time I went. Did you say uh, Chuperior? No. <laughs> it, 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 it might be. I uh, love Chuperior, man. That is some good stuff. You can't get it. But I'm, I'm also going to try and catch the Morelia Atlas game in Morelia the night before. So That's a pretty hefty drive. It's it? like about four and a half hours or something like that. I don't really well, have I, a good. I want to take a plane. You probably fly. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to look into that. Or or just going to Flecha Maria. That'll take like 16 hours. (laughs) Stop (laughs) in every every time. Loads chickens in there. Lady comes in selling tacos de canasta. Well, yeah. Well, that's how you have to you'll have to give us a full report. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll be there. I'm, uh, I'm going to try to be there as press, uh, and I'm probably gonna, I'll, I'll be I'll be uploading some videos to the to the Chivas del Norte account um, from the stadium and, from Morelia. Uh, from oh, from from Guadalajara, but I'll probably do it from my own account from Morelia, or I can do it from the from the Cantina account uh, from Morelia because that's Morelia Atlas. That's on Friday night. So, should be a cool atmosphere. Yeah, that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun. Well, thanks for hopping out, Rigo. I know it's kind of late for you, and uh, I know it's yeah, I had already fallen asleep, and I woke back up, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me hop on. I think you should. Well, we're yeah. we're, we're, we're glad that you did. So, uh, thanks for that, Chiggy. Thanks again for 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 hooking uh, this up. Uh, I finally figured out how to how to do the event thing. It took it only took me a year and a half. So, quick stat: quick stat uh, July of two thousand sixteen, Pumas. Beat was one zero. So that, that was the last one. I believe so. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen very often. I know that we 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 uh, we won in the in a semifinal and in the last championship the Pumas won in eleven, and then also of course the 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 uh, the terrific uh, win in penalties and and was it oh four Juan? Oh four. Oh four. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was lovely as well. Juan, as always, thanks very much and. Uh, We'll have to see how how, how your predictions uh, your predictions come to pass or not. Thank you. Thank you. Left. Well, he's muted, but uh, he probably oh. stepped away from. Yeah, I'm saying uh, calling out for Chiki's the the Chiki's stat um, for Pumas. That draw is looking more and more likely. <sighs> John didn't like that. I'm offended. Hijo la chingada, no mames, güey. Say about that. No, well, you're probably right. I mean, honestly, you're probably right. It just they just they just don't. Uh, it's it's not something that happens for Pumas what? against Chivas. It's one of those teams that they have a hard time beating. No, much. and and I think Pumas in a position where they'll rather split the points than lose anymore. Yep. Yeah, Pumas needs points, 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 points. They need they need eleven to fourteen more points out of out of the last. 
what is it? Eight games, nine games, whatever it is. They, they need points. So hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. Hopefully we'll get one of those little three-game win streaks, and that'll that'll make things very, very, very uh, good for for Pumas. Hopefully it'll start this week. Anyway, I do want to thank you all for listening. We kind of bounced around all over the place tonight, uh, but we always do in the Cantina MX podcast. And uh, want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, thank everyone in the chat. I know Seth was on the chat. We had some other folks on the chat. So we do appreciate that. And, of course, you can listen to this and all of our other previous editions uh, at the Podcast Center on iTunes and, of course, on Google Play. My name is John Jagu, and we will talk to you guys next week, uh, next week on Thursday, the 1st of March. Thank you guys very much for joining us. We'll talk to you then.